<clears throat> hey, little baby, it's the Dead Last Podcast. It's a podcast about horror movies. This is the song, the intro song that we sing every fucking time. Dead Last Podcast. <sighs> that was a good one. Do you like that parody it's, song? It, it sounds different. It sounds fresh every time, even though it's our same theme song we've had all It's along. literally the same one every time. That's Third Antler that I sang. Third Antler. That was the song Third Antler. One of, one of my favorite originals. Hi, Luke. Hi, buddy. Dude, Come it's on. been a while. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, we fucked up. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. just we've been straight very up. Bad. You know, like, because we tried to record, we technically recorded twice in, in uh, January because we lost one. And then yeah. February, you know, we're just busy. Yeah. I had 11 shows, 11 comedy shows. Nice. I'm a busy guy. You had yeah. tons of shows. Yeah. You know, I'm blowing up. I'm pretty much the next big thing. Yeah. And like you guys are doing whatever you're doing. You know yeah. What we're mean? still like kind of small. Yeah. Fish in a small yeah. Pond, just kind of just, like just like a, you know, a bar band kind of thing. We're just, we're like a bar band in a, sh- in a shitty pond. Yeah. Yeah. You're a band drowning. We're a koi you're fish a in a pool. puddle of mud. Like, yeah, exactly. Just drowning pool, puddle of mud kind of band. Yeah. It's pretty cool though, man. That's where we're at. It's cool. It's good to see you. It's good to be here. Yeah, good to see you with the new shape. Good to put out some content. Yeah, I uh I was trying to trim up my mustache, trying to do some manscaping because uh, my girlfriend's coming back from like South America tomorrow. Uh-oh. And I was trying to do some manscaping and I fucked up my mustache. So I'm like so today I was like, Oh, fine, I'll just trim the mustache really small and make my my keep my beard. Hmm. And I looked like like an Amish pedophile all day. Like it was awful. Like, like I couldn't stand looking in the mirror. Damn. So why, didn't, just, why didn't you come like that? I took it all off. Really wanted so, to see that. Yeah. So basically tomorrow she's probably going to see me and be like, you're not the man I fell in love with. And yeah. going back to Colombia to be with Sergio. <laughs> you should, can you live stream that? I will. Yeah, I'll talk that. Twitter? She calls him, she probably calls him big dick Sergio, but I call him Sergio. <laughs> but she's probably going to go be with him now. So yeah, it happens, bro. It was fine. You know, plenty of fish in the pond. Yep. Yeah, the the <laughs> drowning pool. The drowning pool. There's, there's plenty of fish in the drowning pool, my man. Yeah, but it is good to be back here, dude. I know. No, it's we've got a good one tonight. This is one we've talked about doing for a while. We got a special guest we'll introduce yeah. shortly. Yeah, in a little while. Uh so we uh we definitely need to try to put out some more in March. Yes. Cuz yeah. honestly, the podcast is doing the best it's ever been doing. Is it? Yeah, yeah our numbers are way better than usual. Huh. And also uh our YouTube page, I need to upload more stuff to YouTube. Yeah, the YouTube page is good. We have a total of uh 70,000 views on our YouTube page. Really? Yeah. Which is uh, I need that's, to pull more clips. It's that, a lot. That's probably mostly just from the uh Orca birth scene. A lot of that. That's a very hot button issue. Uh a lot of people are angry about it still. Yeah, the yeah. Trump scene has kind of reinvigorated the uh, the pro yeah pro yeah orca people, life people just crap. really just search fetus looking to be mad and they I, just find it, that orca and video. we're benefiting off yeah it. yeah we're just feeding off of this uh, alt right yeah. you know uh, anger it's good for our SEO yeah Pepe's love our podcast yeah that's good stuff what can you do but we, yeah we will definitely have some more some a lot more coming soon we've got some other good ideas and guests and stuff so yeah and there's so many good yeah. movies out that i need to see man it I already have, yeah i i need to see uh cure for wellness mm-hmm. uh get out yep uh king kong john yep. wick 2 lego batman and logan okay they're like all in you drifted still. from the horror a little i know but they're all movies that i really want to see yeah and like uh i haven't seen any i know? saw i saw a lego batman movie you saw it? Yep. Was it amazing? It was good. It was yeah. very. It was very good. It, it wasn't as good as the Lego Movie. Okay. But if you like Batman, it's awesome. They do okay. such a. They, it's like a really. 
it's like one of the better like Bruce Wayne adaptations because it's really it's just he's just like a sad lonely guy who like thinks he's all cool and shit. Yeah. It's, Will, I mean Will Arnett. Yeah, and Will Arnett is is awesome. It, it's great. It, it's worth seeing. It's fun in theaters. I don't think it's quite as like memorable as the Lego Movie, but I, if if anybody like likes Batman and likes the Lego Movie, you should definitely see it. But um, what was better was Get Out. Which I saw this week. Should we t- should we introduce a guest before we keep talking about like movies and stuff like that? Um, do you have anything to say about it? Do you think? I don't think he's seen Get Out. Oh, then forget about it. Don't yeah. just shut up. Yeah, get out for a second. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, tell me about Get Out. I'm very excited. People are giving it amazing reviews. Yeah, I'm very excited to see it. Yeah. yeah, I yeah, and you know, I I um, we kind of went and got saw it on a whim. I I saw it with our intern who's here today. Um, uh, yell yell, Jen. This is Jen. Jen. Yeah, Jen. Uh, sorry, sorry. Jen gets us coffee yeah. and uh, buys us nice cigars. Yeah, yeah. I she's also my movie squeeze. Yeah, I, I take her to date to on movie dates after the podcast. Or yeah, it's not like a, necessarily a girlfriend relationship, but it's more of like you watch movies and are sweet on each other during movies. Yeah, but we have this, that, we have this intern movie podcaster dynamic. Yeah, it yeah. works. It works for us. When I'm not with you, yeah, she's the replacement kind of. Yeah, I right. get it. Yeah, yeah. You, okay, you exactly. It. Um, so yeah, so we saw Get Out, and um, you know my uh, everyone was telling me about it. My buddy Flaherty, who will have as a guest, was like, "You got to go see it." And I didn't want to wait, you know, I didn't want anything to be spoiled. I didn't want to hear anything, so I saw it on Monday night, you know, just a few days ago. And yeah, I mean, it fucking lives up to the hype way more than I thought it was gonna be. It is amazing. It's incredible. Um, fucking Jordan Peele, like, whoa, he needs to do more horror movies. He wants to. He said in every. Someone just asked him. Good. He's like, yeah, uh, I'm gonna. I want to make like five more horror movies. Like, that's awesome. I'm into that. And like, that's amazing. That's so weird, but uh, fantastic. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He, he, Who yeah, knew? he really crushes it. Just the, the way that it's shot is incredible. He's clearly like studied horror cinema and stuff. But um, it's not even so much a straight ahead horror movie, man. It's really just kind of this crazy suspense thriller. It's got a lot of black comedy, no pun intended. Mm. Um. But yeah, it's brilliant. It's scathing. I don't even want to say anything about the plot. I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you've probably heard of it and you've either seen it or want to. So go see it. Movie's amazing. Shot amazing. Concepts are great. Totally keeps you on your toes. Like I, I had so much fun watching it, just being like, "What the hell is going to happen?" You really don't know up until the end. So definitely, I encourage people not to even go see a trailer for it. Don't talk to anybody about it. Just go see it. It's nice. dope. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, got great reviews. A Cure for Wellness did not get that great review. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm still gonna go see it. I mean, yeah. what horror movie really does get good reviews, anyways? Well, that's why I, yeah. I couldn't. I mean, Get Out is at 99 percent on Rotten Tomatoes yeah. right now. It was at 100 for a while, and 99 like that's Toy Story. But you know, it's got the hype of uh, you know Jordan Peele because that's such a such yeah. a out of nowhere yeah kind of uh, guy for them to come from, which is great. Who knew he was gonna be our right. fucking champion? Yeah. You know? I mean, and it, another thing about it, man. I mean, it's still it's like carries over from what we were talking about last year. Obviously, these original concepts for horror movies are are gonna cr- keep crushing it. It's yep, such a yeah, cool concept. It, it's totally unique. It's brilliantly oh, yeah. done. It's a great sign for the beginning of the year. For it seems like we're gonna see some really awesome original horror movie. If this has anything to you know say. Well, I mean, that was like out. one of the only last ones on our list that hasn't come out. That's not a remake. Yeah, it's but, true. You know yeah. who knows? You know we get yeah. the sleepers. We know the sleepers. You know. Yeah, and more independent with like festival seasons over now. I've heard some cool plots of movies that are at Sundance and stuff that'll hopefully get that I hadn't heard of before, like this documentary on Psycho. Have you heard of this? No, it's something. It's a number title. It's like seventy-two, sixty something, and it's like the amount, like the. It's about the shower scene in Psycho, and the movie title is from the amount of seconds that the scene lasts versus the amount of edits in it. 
Really? And, yeah, and it's just like apparently Hitchcock made that whole movie just to make that scene. I bet. So it get yes, and he's like Hitchcock's such a weird guy. I would say in the interviews, he's like one movie I made as which was a fun little stupid thing that everyone took seriously was Psycho. And it's like everyone, like you know, that's like regarded as like masterpiece. <laughs> that's how honestly a lot of horror movies work. Is directors they they're like there's this one scene that I have in my brain and I want to make it into a movie and they just build yep. these things around that. Right. And Terminator. What, and whether it's a good movie or not, that's like the thing that people remember about it. Yeah, exactly. You know? But like, I, they're all, and in Psycho's case, that's obviously the most iconic scene. Yeah. But I think there's Norman Bates and the whole still mom a very thing. compelling, fantastic movie. Yeah, and has inspired mm. countless other. You know, I watched a bunch of horror movies later to catch up after we did our list, like talking about the movies that we missed. Oh, yeah. yeah. I watched the autopsy of Jane Doe. Oh, yeah. I heard uh, that's really creepy. It was, it was pretty good. It was yeah. really good. And uh, what I was really loved was the wailing. We right. both watched that. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I uploaded it and sent it to you after realizing. Well, before I realized it was on just on Netflix. No, I liked watching you your know. stream of it. Yeah. It was better. You think? Yeah, it's cool. It's more personal. Yeah. It felt like it was for me. Not for everyone. And I I love that movie. That was great. I think there yeah, was it's like amazing. I had to read some stuff afterwards to kind of understand it. I think a lot some stuff is kind of lost. Yeah, it's definitely. Uh, it's intense. A lot of happens right in the last yeah. like three minutes, and yeah, there's some stuff I think that's lost between the cultures, and also yeah, uh, what I read about it is the director really wanted you to have all the information that the main character kind of does. Right. You know, so you're kind of as confused about what's happening as he is. Yeah, which kind of maybe weird. But after reading, kind of figuring it out, like. I really get it now, but I really loved it. It's a beautiful movie. Fantastic. Yeah, no, you, you you helped clear up some things for me when yeah. we first talked about it. I, I didn't quite catch on. I mean, it's a it's an intense movie, so like once you're three hours in and all these like revelations are happening at the end, you're kinda like, What? Yeah. But well, the last the last like fifteen minutes are just like all over the place. Total head fuck, yeah. And yeah, I mean it's just like yeah, it's South Korean. It's just so much smarter than most American horror movies. Or just movies. Like there's so many layers to it and oh, every yeah. character has their own quirks and weird things. It's yeah, South, it's South awesome. Korea is still killing it in the South, horror game. Yeah, SK. So let's should we introduce our our coward guest who's been waiting waiting patiently, getting nugged out. <laughs> what? Yeah. Am I on? Yeah, brah. <laughs> right. Yo, this is the man, Jim hey. Jenkins. Uh, this is hey, Jules it's, Jensen. It's Jasper yeah. Jones. <laughs> Double J. That's all you need to of know. Rob Jensen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Remember all that, everyone? Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, so this is Jules Jensen. Uh, he plays in a band, Ross Jensen. Um, hey. They've toured with my band, The Special, a lot, and we've hey there. played a lot of shows together. But Jules does other stuff, too, like get nugged out and watch Pet Cemetery with me. Pretty much. Yeah, that's the trifecta of, of what I've cool, been up to. A full lifestyle. Is this thing on? Is this hot? Yeah, yeah. We can hear you. You're hot, I'm baby. Hot. I'm hot right now. How are you, Jules? Are you, are you big, uh, are you, you big horror guy? You like horror? I like thrillers more than like excessive gore and stuff. I'm so okay. empathetic. I'm such an empath that when I see these <laughs> these horrible, violent things, they just you know affect me. Like deeply. if you saw no. hostels, not like a thing. Yeah, not that quite. Kind of yeah, I could only what about watch Hostel it for like five times. Okay. I think after most. You see Hostel too? No, no, no. Five, five times in the most. That's no, not. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I've probably no, seen but Hostel. I love I love thrillers and I love psychological stuff and I love creepy things and you know like the original halloween is one of my all-time favorite movies and stuff like that like classic horror yeah for oh, sure yeah. um and yeah smart things like i gotta see get out but yep. do you think you're a smart horror guy do you think i mean i'm dumb i'm a dumb guy who likes smart do you have, do you have no. the cards yeah i brought these today yeah oh i, so, I doubt uh, it i'll probably fail miserably uh, this, yeah right? so we'll do i'll go easy on so we'll do a little bit of trivia here um so i got this game uh, so all the diehards out there really take my yeah. opinion seriously so, before we get into this. So the, it's this game called Slash Cards. You can get it on Amazon. It got uh, kickstarted 
uh, last year, and it's basically a uh, a hardcore horror trivia game. Like this shit is not is no joke. It's like, hard. Right? It's pretty. It, it's real. You know, it's okay. not for so casuals. I'll, so if I get like one. Yeah, this, is, su- this right. is such a cool packaging. What, what what is it? What's it called? Slash, Slash cards. Yeah, this is cool. If anybody, yeah, it's like thirty bucks on Amazon, and it's worth it. It's really, it's really a lot. Yeah, of this fun. looks really good. Okay, um, I'm gonna quiz you guys. I'll ask myself a question too. I want to cheat okay. here. Cool, but we'll see because I went through some, so I just opened this one so I know. Give me I an easy see. one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, you first, Jules. Um, oh, that one's too easy. Oh, um. Oh, here you go. Give him that one. Uh, Name one horror movie that features Native American legend or folklore. Fantastic. (laughs) Pet Cemetery. Oh, my God. Wow. This guy. Or Pet Cemetery 2. Oh, you only need one. You only need one. Nice. He knows a lot. Here you go, Luki. Before defusing bombs in the Hurt Locker, Jeremy Renner played a Delta Force sniper in what zombie film? 28 Weeks Later. That is true. 28 Weeks Later. Very nice. I didn't know that one. I don't, it's pretty, it's honestly I don't remember a, him. It's in a that. good sequel, and I well, no, I, I saw the movie. I just yeah, don't okay. remember. The draw like, when there. I saw it, I had no idea yeah. who the fuck. Uh, differentiating was. days and weeks. Well, you know, yeah, with with, with <laughs> I believe that's t- twenty-seven like, hours in the future with Jim Frank. <laughs> twenty-seven, twenty-seven grams. I remember. No, I thought of that because when Jeremy Renner was in the Hurt Locker, I even thought I was like, they might have gotten the idea for him in this role. From 28 weeks later, because he's like a very compelling, like nice army guy. He's like, "Come on, kids, uh, don't even worry about these zombies. Like, we're we're getting out of here." I got this. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So he's the one who finds the English, the British kids. Yeah, he like takes care of the kids. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool. All right. I think I got this one. A, a widower, a widower, hold, agrees to hold a fake screen test to help him find a new wife. He finds the perfect girl, but probably should have left her alone. Is this 1999 film? I'd say audition, probably. Absolutely right. Wow. Nice. I'm perfect. Nice. I get to choose questions. So I didn't necessarily know that. fair. No. All right. Jules. Um, what special effects makeup artist, best known for his work in American Werewolf in London, was uncredited makeup for It's Alive? Yeah. I Very see, famous that, makeup artist. See, it's, it's still too obscure for my wheelhouse right. here. i got to defer to Luke. You want to take it, Luke? Um, <laughs> I know we talked about him on the whole episode. We talked about him multiple times. Uh, Wipe, wiping uh, my brow right now. It's not Tom Savini. No, no. Uh, he, he, okay. Um, uh, this is so embarrassing. I'm fr- I'm totally blanking on that. Yeah, Initials are RB. Uh, Ron Baker. Rick Baker. Rick Baker. Rick Baker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, you're yeah. right. I we did a whole mm-hmm. episode on that. Mm-hmm. I got to lay off the Akasi. Obscure. Obscure. All right, for Luke. Which horror movie was about a was a well? What horror movie monster was almost named Josh? Oh, um, Jason. Yes, Jason Voorhees. Yeah. I would, I would have said that. So yeah. I could. Screenwriter I like I Victor Miller well with that didn't question. Easy enough. Change the name <laughs> because Josh sounded too nice. Yeah, they said Josh sounded like somebody like you would go to high, your high school buddy. <laughs> Shout out how to my did, roommate, how Josh. How did Jason feel when they hear this question? They, I guess you know, so, I know uh, that I mean, piece of trivia. I, Jason always feels like an edgier name to me because, yeah. like, you know, what if Jay? What if, is that because of the role? You know, like Jason from Power Rangers. You know, mm, he yeah, was yeah. like, he was the edgy. You know, if he was named Josh, that wouldn't be as cool. Yeah. Josh is soft. It's a Josh soft is name. Soft Jason, is, you know, no offense, to all the Joshes out there. No, a lot of cool Joshes, but yeah. the ja- the Jasons are always going to edge you out. It's an edgy. It's got yeah. yeah. gritty, gritty, rusty, bloody edge. Yeah, yeah, like a machete. Yeah, you're always going to get edge to the face. 
Yeah, what you're, <laughs> yeah, to you're say, gonna yeah. get some sort of blade edge to the head yeah. every time it's you utter the name. Blood, blood covered face kind of name. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely, no Josh. Nope. You know, no, no bad Josh. Joshes out there. Josh, all good soft. guys. Yeah, I think Josh was the name of the tooth fairy in Darkness Falls. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it's Miss Josh. Uh, <laughs> Miss Josh. Madeline, Madeline jo- Joshua, whatever the fuck her name Tooth is. Tooth yeah. <laughs> Toothfarious. I think, I think Darkness that's... was her last name. <laughs> Here you maybe, go. Or maybe it was False. Name maybe. three ways in which Jason Voorhees has been killed. Mm. Nice. Three ways in which Jason Voorhees has been killed. Okay. Hmm. Okay, so there's the classic. Okay, his head goes through his own machete in part four. I want to give one of my favorites. I, I don't know if he actually died, but when he was trapped with a, a chain around his neck to the bottom of Crystal Lake. And then... Um, Hard not to die in that situation. Yeah. Well, yeah, dies, if you know. you're Jason. Yeah. Um, and then, let's say... Um, Didn't his mom drown him when he was a kid? Right. Does that count? <laughs> yeah, how about when he died as a kid? <laughs> yeah, does that count? Well, uh, he just drowned. Bullied. They but, drowned him, right? Um, it's true, technically. The lifeguards let him drown because they were busy uh, touching butts. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Classic in, trope. Um, in part in the final chapter where the, he gets shot by hundreds of cops before his soul oh, escapes. Nice, yeah, and they blow him with a rocket launcher. Yeah, yeah, yeah like rocket launcher. <laughs> nice. How, how, how does the back of that cue card look? That's got to be a pretty lengthy. Yeah, so there are like all types <laughs> of different like uh, categories. Like you can actually play the game. There's a way to play the game and win the game. Huh. You know, okay. but I'm just kind of just asking. But I mean, questions. how do the answers look to that question? I mean, that, there's a lot of ways he's died. I think it's just for those kind of questions It's kind of just, you know, if you think it's right or not. It's like because that's too much. A lot of yeah. the orange answers are like very open. To, right. uh, they expect someone in yeah. the crew to, to be answers. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah, that will give them. That. Yeah. You gotta have some people with authority because like I said, this game is hard. I think there's yeah. three judges in the box. We have a, there's yeah. a there's a Norwegian judge in here. Mm-hmm. Um, There's an Asian judge. Here you go. Last question wait, for wait, you. Wait, so how did Jules. I do? Did I get those right? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure. I mean, te- <laughs> technically, well, for four, technically, he was stabbed to death by Tommy Jarvis. He didn't necessarily fall. Well, he was pushed he, into he, his he own d- machete. He did. was pushed into his own machete, yeah. but I don't think that's what killed him. I think Tommy Jarvis stabbing him a million times. I thought, like, the final thing was when you see his, like, head, like, the eye bulges out. And oh, I guess maybe. Down I don't know. He's had worse. Well, can we consult the card here? I'd like to know I, if I the was card, right. The card is vague. Okay, it just says, example, drowned in Crystal Lake, bam, cleaved with an axe, stabbed by Corey Feldman. Okay. That's stabbed it. So technically Corey I'm right. Feldman. Well, I said that. I said he was well, pushed onto his own machete. Pushed onto his own machete, not stabbed by Corey Feldman. Drowned in Crystal yeah, Lake, I, that's uh, in there. Right, if yeah, I push yeah. you if onto right. a machete, did I stab you? Um, Yeah. I don't think so. That is a form of stabbing. I really don't think so. It's absolutely a form I, of stabbing. There's two ways you can stab someone. That would be um, impaling. You That's can be different. like yes, Michael Myers. Right. No, how, you, there's like the when end you of push someone up against Russell Crowe grabs Joaquin Phoenix's hand and slowly pushes his own knife into his neck. Spoiler yeah, but, that, alert. but that's different. Yeah, because he that's also stabbing. That's because he is using the force, his right. force actually on the knife. You know. Yeah, right. It's a stab. If you push that's someone a into a knife, that's impaling. You push a knife into somebody, that's stabbing. Well, why is that yeah. not impaling? If you stab someone with a knife, you're that's impaling. Stabbing. Them. Can be impaling. This is a really good conversation, and I'm going to it's just great. go ahead and end it and say that whatever I said is right. And uh, <laughs> we're going to move me. along. I'll ask you one last question for you, Jules. Maybe right. you'll get this right. one. Hopefully. Um, Devin Sawa starred in what 2000 film about a boy trying to cheat death? Not Final Destination. Absolutely Final nice. Destination. Nice. Yeah. Nice. There you go, buddy. What do you What do you at now? You're at, you're one, you're two, he's I'm two and a half because there was two, one that I got felt that like I could get one more. You want one more? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm going to just go to the next card, no matter what's on the next card. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
Okay. Uh, before becoming a diabetes, uh, excuse me. Before becoming a diabetes medication spokesman, Wilford Brimley had a supporting role in what John Carpenter film? <laughs> what is, is the diabetes related to that? Diabetes. Or is that just like, no, no, that's it's just like that's, that's actually what, what he's best that's known what for. Everyone knows. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, like, is a, di- diabetes. Diabetes. And what's the movie? Are you asking? The card has yeah. revealed that to me. I, I, they, they live. No. What is it? The thing. Uh, I don't I'm, I'm better now. I want to come back inside. Uh, the big guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. I should, fucking. Yeah. It was related to diabetes. If I thought, who's the biggest guy in a John Carpenter movie? I guess, yeah, you could have done that. You could have used that most, logic. Which, yeah, who's most likely has diabetes out of an old John Carpenter cast? It would have been that guy. Wilfred Brimley. Keith Spoiler David. alert. <laughs> cool, let's play that, those again. You should bust them out that whenever you have a That card did illuminate oh, to me those that, are cool. yeah. that Wilfred Brimley is best known for the diabetes ads. That's what that card yeah, taught he, me. Like, he, uh, he mispr- he, he's the spokesperson and does not say diabetes right. Nope. Diabetes. Diabetes. Yeah. And no one bothers to correct him. They're like, well, you are Saturday morning be in the front of this. And <laughs> yeah. we're not going to correct you on how to say it. You don't correct Wilford Brimley. He's got diabetes. You can't tell him. I bet that's what he was. I yeah. bet that's what he was like. He's like, you're going you're gonna to correct me. Yeah, I got diabetes. Don't you so know like, who I am? Diabetes. I was in the thing. I was the guy who wanted to come back inside. Yeah. <laughs> I was diabetes, man. <laughs> one day, I will be best known for this ad. I forget, I forget his name in the movie, but it is my favorite movie. Um, it, that's your favorite movie? The Thing. The Thing and Rear Window are tied for my favorite. Nice. Rear Window's uh, great. Favorite ever? Yes. Yeah. Really? Yep. I actually haven't seen Rear Window. Rear really? Window's amazing. Oh, it's the only fantastic. Hitchcock movie I haven't seen. I watched that when I was young. I, I would love to talk about that on this. I could I, talk about this that one movie. That's a great we should do it. We should do a Hitchcock episode. You should too. I love Bernard Herrmann is one of my favorite composers. Hell yeah. 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 yeah I'm that down. He's great. I'll be cool. I'm also, I just love Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy Stewart. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, you don't know anything. Vertigo, man. Grace That's Kelly, get out of here. One of my favorites. Yeah. Um, so, should we get into this? Should we get into yeah. the movie? So, we are here to do Pet Cemetery and Pet Cemetery Two. Oh yep. yes. So uh-huh. we're going down that road. So you ready? You you got you got shit lined up. I lined up, boy. All right, let's do it. Okay. What's new, pussycat? Pussycat, pussycat, I've got flowers and lots of hours to spend with you. So go and bother your cute little pussycat nose. Pussycat, pussycat, I love you. Yes, I do. You and your pussycat nose. What's new, pussycat? Whoa! All right, Lukey, hit us with it. Okay, Pet Cemetery. It's from 1989. It's directed by Mary Lambert, based on a novel by Stephon King. Um, <laughs> Never heard of him. The, the synopsis here on IMDb is, Behind a young family's home in Maine is a terrible secret that holds the power of life after death. When tragedy strikes, the threat of that power soon becomes undeniable down that road. <laughs> Um, it's there. It stars Dale. All easily avoidable, <laughs> really. It was all so avoidable. I can't, okay, I can't cool. Wait. So we're yeah, I can't wait it. to talk about that. <laughs> it stars uh, Dale Midkiff as Lewis Creed, uh, Fred Gwynn, <laughs> Klein, as Judge Crandall, Denise Crosby. Oh yeah, Herman Munster. Yeah, uh, Denise Crosby, Brad Greenquist, um, the little homie Miko Hughes as Gage Creed. <laughs> My man, <laughs> <A little> Gagey. <laughs> 
So, uh, so, so Jules, you were the one like wait, we, we want to have you on, and you uh, specifically wanted to do uh, Pet Cemetery. Can you elaborate on why? On like like why what your history was with this movie? I mean, I think the first time I saw it, it just was just so enjoyable and had some classic feels and vibes to it that where it might lack in certain on um, you know themes or like tying things up concisely yeah, yeah. it 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 has it in in vibe and you know cool music and interesting shots and then of course Fred Gwynn doing the old main oh. accent which I, I Fred will, Gwynn you know, is yeah you can't not be obsessed he makes with it. him and like. upon rewatch not realizing you're now realizing that he's not like the villain it's a little different than that first time you watch it because when you think he's gonna be like crazy, twisted, and fucked up, yeah, it so, kind you of don't keeps think it's yeah gonna be a little. It's gonna, it's gonna be a baby. You think it's yeah, right? Yeah, it's like, exactly. Oh, it's all creepy guy. Yeah, he's he's yeah. instantly there and which, ominous, and, which apparently was what a main accent is. I'm I, not so sure because like uh, so this was the first uh, film that. Stephen King wrote a screen like adapted to film himself. So oh, he, he wrote the so screenplay. He adapted the screenplay because he wrote himself. it when he went were, up were, back to Maine, right, to stay at like near his alma mater or something, and stay there for summer. Rented a house, and the road next to it was really busy, and pets were getting killed. Yeah, that's when he wrote it. Yeah, yeah that, I think he he wrote that in like a Stephen King high, hot time era, which was like cocaine Stephen King. No. Like he he yeah. wrote this like There's during definitely... that period, which is like all his best shit. Like he doesn't remember writing Cujo. Like at all? Was he actually on cocaine? Oh yeah, really? Dude. Yeah, dude. When he was like, you didn't know, it? dude. Stephen no, King is a fucking coke, dude. He this wow. this was his fucking like. Kurt you can Cobain. see his nose just get thinner like, over time dude. and more more wizened. He was going hard. <laughs> the timeline. But th- that's when he he did his best stuff because this was the wow. first book. I did not know. There's that. definitely a couple lines in this movie or, or pieces of dialogue that are a little cocaine prolific in terms of <laughs> maybe think they're a little more grandiose than they really I mean, are. Right? Like there are a couple <laughs> lines where like, wait, what? If you like, think about it. In that what way, did that actually say? I mean, it was like a rabid, insane <laughs> movie. This movie is batshit fucking crazy. Like, <laughs> it really is. Like, it's some I, weird. I, shit. I saw it for the first time a couple weeks ago, and it was just on TV. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know, I know we've been talking about doing an episode on it. And so I started watching it, and then I, like, loved it and watched the whole thing. And then me and Jules watched it again today. We, like, binge-watched the, both of them. It almost feels a little older than it is. It's 89, it but does, it feels like it could have been. Yeah, it know, totally. It, it could have been, like, a 70s. You know, yeah, like, late 70s, early 80s. It, I don't it, know, it has that grindhouse B-movie schlock feel to it. You're looking yeah. at a real lack of budget on this movie. Yeah. yeah you really right. are. Especially when you uh, look at the second one in comparison, yeah, like you're like this movie. I don't know what the budget was, but I bet it was very, very low. Easily um, pinpointable where they really blew it, blew the load on yeah, a couple parts yeah. in both movies. And uh, like for yeah. the acting or thing. But did you guys read the the book? No, no. I, this was the the horror first horror movie podcast, Brandon. Well, this was the first horror book I read. Like after like Goosebumps, like this was the first like yeah. all right, like this is I'm gonna read a real spooky book. That's quite a graduation as yeah. a young child. It's responsible yeah. for a generation of cemetery getting misspelled yeah. by <laughs> by young yeah, avid I was, readers. I was still a great speller, that's but pretty, I bet it did. I bet it really young. did. I went yeah, from watching yeah. from reading Goosebumps to watching the show. <laughs> that was my next step. Yeah, but the book, yeah, I gotta say, uh, is fantastic. It, it um, from what I remember though, is there's a lot more, um. They lay heavy. They talk about the Wendigo a lot. The Wendigo, the the, the, the Native that? American part which of which it, which is basically yeah. They like, do kind of breeze over that. I yeah, think. which yeah. is kind of like the force, like the demon in the forest oh, who, okay. who cursed the burial ground and, and who, soured the ground. Uh, yeah, who the ground went sour. <laughs> he, he soured the ground, and um, 
and basically collects the souls that are buried in there. So oh, like he's okay. the force that's driving. They do that. not touch on that in the movie. So he's kind of like could have done that in the second one. What yeah. they're uh, who they're trying to please because there is like it seems like they do have like a motivation like especially like, kind of in the second one more so. You know who to, the people that are shouldn't burying have the daughter. Have yeah, been... yeah. You know what I mean. Like they want to bury more people. Ha- like have you know have more people buried in the pet cemetery and stuff okay. like that. Have more souls claimed. For the Wendigo and stuff like that, but he is save a lot on a funeral by burying a person in a pet cemetery too. It's actually what's that? You save a lot on the funeral if you get someone buried in the pet cemetery. I bet that's true. Yeah, Yeah, it's good. It's cheaper. I'm gonna put that in my will. Bury me in the pet cemetery. Spell that actually would be spell it wrong. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I'll leave it to you, Luke. Discount for misspelling. (laughs) You're (laughs) depending how things go tonight. Nice. You are my executor. (laughs) Um, that's cool. They didn't get into that at all, and that's one thing I was like trying to. I, I mean, I guess I didn't really care. I just kind of I like the fact that it was just an Indian burial burial ground. The first like aerial shot of it is really cool too. I was yeah, I like that, that so. set. Yeah, the set oh, was okay. it was cool, but um, they definitely don't make make any mention of that. Shouldn't so wait, the daughter say, have been ended up being like possessed by that spirit or something? That would have tied together. Well, yeah, she, like, we'll get to that. That would have been cool. One. I agree with. Where that, was but. she even the whole movie? But anyways, uh, well, so wait, what, but, so wait, are, let's on do back a, to that a, though. Quick, is that on so, Judd? Was Judd doing that? What, you think Judd was? Is he trying like appease the Wendigo? Is that a mm, kind of part of the book? No, I just don't think he really understood what's going on. But like, can I just do okay. like a quick like little synopsis for people who haven't seen or don't know about Sem- Pet Cemetery? Yeah, it's basically. Um, this family moves uh, to this town, Ludlow, Maine, right? Uh, I forget where they're from, but they're from somewhere way bigger. Chicago. And, he's, Chicago, because he's a doctor, and he's going to be the head doctor and, like, professor at this, like, place, right? Yeah. And uh, it's a huge trucking town. Basically, um, trucks, uh, for some reason, kill uh, everything and uh, everyone in this town by— uh, No, bar- speed limits on that road. Yeah, because uh, it's, it's just, like, this one road going through this town, and the trucks go down it about— I don't know, a thousand miles an hour, <laughs> yeah, approximately, um, give or take. And you would think that this would be something that you could stop, right? Is that what Write a letter to about? the town. Yeah, because I mean, put you, up a sign. You could say, be like, oh, hey, there's so many different trucks, you know, like going down this road. You know, how can we control this? But it, no, it's one company. It's literally just one truck company. Yeah, or, so Orinco, Orinco, yeah. Yeah, and they're all if going they had from put that. up a one slow children here sign. The series would have been prevented. Yeah, you could just be like, hey, you know, maybe uh, don't, maybe just go 20 miles per hour through Ludlow because it's killing. Yeah. It's pretty much the top reason of death for all living creatures in this town, like human and animal. Set off a real chain reaction of shit. Well, it, start, yeah. it starts an economy. The pet cemetery start is what injects economy into the town. <laughs> That's yeah. what it is. It's not the truck. That, the, I think this movie is a, bi- it's a business. They feed itself. Orinko exactly. owns. The yeah. pet cemetery, and they take a right, they take exactly. a percentage. Yes. They're oily trucks, right? They look like some sort of fuel fuel canister truck. Maybe they're you know refining they these bodies. Trucks. That's the, later as is revealed in the second oh. one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's full of potatoes, and they just uh, all like, their drivers you know, have to listen to just punk music and yeah. smoke crack or whatever the fuck <laughs> they're doing, just not paying attention, just they're driving wired. a truck a thousand miles an hour, barreling through uh, places where people live. Um, very much, yeah, very much dangerously to the, you know, dangerous to the entire population. Just an population. easily solved problem. The four-person I mean, population cool. of the town. It's cool. I mean, suspension of disbelief. Yeah. You know, suspension of disbelief. It needed to be there. Truckers are annoying. But they, but they, uh, they I move. guess that's the real part. That's what it's really based on. So this was true. Somewhere <laughs> up there where Stephen King was saying when he wrote this, this is really uh, happening. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. so. I mean, hopefully it's not just one company because that seems really fucked up. Orinko. But, but they move in next to the, car- the guy who Fred... Gwyn plays who we're all obsessed with was Judd 
and Judd talks in his fucking main accent. Don't go down that road. Instantly latched onto that the first time I saw gotta, it. <laughs> Love that. Gotta guy. get that cat neutered, Lewis. Or ten, ten to the wanderlust. It's your cat yeah. now. It's <laughs> your cat now, yeah. Uh, but, he really could have avoided. He just pointed the whole thing out to him. Could have been easily you know they known the wiser. They're Chicago kids. They weren't going to go down that path anyway. And he just had to <laughs> fucking show them the path. Well, I, I don't think he <laughs> he knew that the, their kid was going to die. Like, he's just like, first of all, so he buried his dog when he was a kid. Right. And the dog came back, wicked fucked up, murderous, had to put the dog down. But yeah. he's like, but he has so much sympathy because he's like, I don't want your daughter to learn about death too early. Give him some time. Right. By the cat pet cemetery. Noble. Ground went sour in the battleground. How did he know to bury yeah. his dog there the first time? That's what people, I want to know. People talk, man. People right, talk. it was already a legend. As, especially because, uh, well, I mean, I guess the zombie guy happened when he was an adult, but people must know. It must be a legend around, and people try it. When oh, right, yeah, like the that. zombie guy who they said. But they also didn't say why. It, but what, what I assume what, is like, cause yeah, like what, what, what can a cat do? You know, what, what real harm Scratch, can a cat do? Scratched I mean, up Dale Midkiff pretty good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Scratch up Dale Midkiff's beautiful face. That's why he never saw him anything again. He looks so like I'm Michael J. Fox meets Paul Rudd. <laughs> so I understand where he's coming from. Because their their cat gets hit and dies and they bury it in the pet cemetery, which is the pet cemetery beyond the regular pet yeah. cemetery. Yeah. The real pet cemetery, which was just not a pet cemetery. It's an person. Indian burial. A real burial person, ground. yeah. Ground one's yeah. out. And they uh they get this cat church. Apparently they trained like eight cats. Oh, just really? dude, every single action that the cat does is like a different cat because cats are stupid. I so did comment it to yeah. be like one thing. Good animal acting. I yeah. respected the uh, the cat that got tucked into bed and got the covers pulled that over. That was in part was two. Just though. chilling there. The little cat. No, it was in the first one. No, the little it kid. The little cat, in the, but it was in the first one with the little girl. They pulled oh, the, the, the covers over church. Oh, yeah. That's kind of a recurring chilling. thing in, in these yeah. movies. Cats little, in bed. Little cat getting tucked in. Weird <laughs> repeating themes in these movies. <laughs> Something I definitely want to talk about is uh so the main real plot point here is that their uh child Gage, who is about two years old, uh beautiful for, beautiful boy Mika uh, yeah for some reason you know like when you when you're making a movie like this he wrote it as being like a two year old kid right but when you're casting a film like I feel like they really should have made him older like like hey uh yeah we got this with the it says two year old kid he's like oh what can I act we're gonna get well we're gonna get an actual two year old kid and he's gonna be the the main uh. <laughs> Antagonist in the whole film is he actually and, uh, two? Is he he was two in the dude? There's no way he was like older than three. Like yeah. Y- yeah. you can't yeah. get like a four year old. Like you can't expect this kid to yeah there was do certain... anything. Like he he was yeah. awful. He's just a little <laughs> like he's a he baby. Was great. He was just a baby. Hey, don't talk about Miko like that, okay? And he and he gets Gage hit. Was great. Look at I like and he gets Miko. hit. He's cool by this truck going like like I said like a fucking thousand miles an hour. Yeah. Came out pretty well considering. Yeah. yeah, and then he comes out of the ground as a zombie when they bury him in the pet cemetery, just completely whole. But I could have cut in his head. What what I would have appreciated is a scene where like uh where Judd and Lewis are trying to like glue his, their son back together like yep. like a. Like a bunch of kids who like drop their mom's vase and are trying to like get it back together before she comes home. <laughs> they blew the you know? schlock budget on the other homie's head. Yeah, like yeah, he got hit by a Cut semi pizza head going yeah. sixty miles per hour, and he's not a, just a pile of meat. Come on, yeah. Lewis, <laughs> I've was, had to do yeah. this a lot on this rod. That stuck out to beyond. No, that's a right eye, Lewis. That's a right eye. It's my no. son, John. I know. No, I know. You got to stick on that nose there. Yeah, you got to stick on that nose. The nose backwards. I put back in a kid. Yeah. Yeah. 
This is my town, Lewis. Yeah, I know how to stitch up your boy. <laughs> yeah, I really could have used, uh, you know, putting the kid back together again. Yeah, that would have been cool. Maybe with yeah. some kind of soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really break <laughs> the atmosphere for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, uh, Lewis yeah. leaves and he some comes back it. in the room and Gage's face is just upside down. <laughs> and Judd's yeah. like, wah, wah. Yeah. Three Stooges. <laughs> slapstick. Next Sorry. up, your boy's face. I'm just playing, Lewis. I <laughs> We can always try again. Just Josh and yeah. I was so familiar Jason with and this and movie <laughs> before I even saw it just from South Park from... How much they love. And when the I first character. saw it, I didn't had never seen the South Park riff on the guy. When me and my good buddy saw this, when we were living at our old house and just watched it out of nowhere for the first time. We just latched on to to homie's accent, and then I found out like two years later that South Park had riffed upon that. It is yeah. classic. It's there. It's you have to. It's, it's good amazing. material. It's good. Material. It's so good. I, it's I used to I used to like quote that character all. He was one of me and my friends like favorite guy. That that route guy. I had no yeah. idea it was even a reference. I thought it was just some stupid South Park character. Oh, it's a classic. Bear them up there with the Wichita Indian children with no eyes. No eyes. <laughs> Micmacs. Micmac Indians. <laughs> Which sounds name. It sounds uh, racist. Uh, you know. They reference... South Park does a lot of references to um, Pet Cemetery. There's a whole episode where Butters dies and they bury him up in the old Indian burial ground. Like, Judd <laughs> actually tells him there and come, it's like, sometimes dad's better. Dad's uh, better. Yeah. <laughs> and he comes back and they think that and he's they, a zombie. They, they try like, to feed him, him the human flesh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they, like, yeah, hit a lady with a shovel and throw her down the stairs. Yeah, like, yeah. there, you can feed now. He's like, well, I want some hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I had uh, yeah, so I was like very familiar with this movie before I saw it. But then even to watching it for the first time, I was I didn't know like any of the plot points at all. And the cat died. I was like, okay, yeah, you know, I I, I guess I figured that the cat was gonna die. But then when the little kid is when Gage is booking it, I was like, they're gonna do that? Like they're gonna kill this little two year old kid? Yeah, and I, and then it yeah, they kill him, and then it gets way way worse. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's pretty. And then so by that point in the movie, I was genuinely like shocked and like, wow, this is intense. And then by the end of the movie, I'm just like, holy shit! I didn't know what a batshit crazy movie that was gonna be. Yeah, you don't see it coming. A, a lot of it seems uh, bigger than it should be. The uh, I love I love the uh, Zelda. You know, oh, oh those, God. those are the most disturbing scenes. I think that's the most frightening part of the whole it's movie. Totally. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Is uh yeah the wife having flashbacks of her taking care of her sister with spittle meningitis? Yeah, it's looking like awful. Phil Spector. Oh, yeah. I think I know what your song so should be scary. now. Scary. What? What is it? Spinal meningitis by Ween. Oh, I thought you were gonna say the uh, high roll theme from Zelda. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna, yeah, I was you know what? Go with that. Yeah, it's fine, dude. Ocarina. Oh, uh, yeah, no, that is, that is definitely the most. Yeah, how cool of a video game would Pet Cemetery be? Like you have a side quest for Zelda, where you're like, "Help Zelda die in the back." <laughs> yeah, and they're like, "No." Yeah. Like, oh god, I have to play as the mom when she's younger. Now I have yeah. to go and you kill her like, boop, spinal boop, boop. meningitis sister. Ooh. You can play as Gage. You just go around try and kill your family, killing animals with a shovel. Yeah, yeah, you can play as a uh, Judd, and you just like warn people, but you don't do anything about it. <laughs> it's like very restricting. Yeah, he, he makes uh, he makes concessions. Yeah. I, I thought the movie was pretty scary. I, I, I thought a lot of stuff could have explored more. Like, I, I don't know. I, I, I like the how they made Gage dress as that fucking painting that you see every time it's a yeah. flashback. The, the little right. kid with the top hat. Yeah, I'm like, what is this so weird and, and, and that And the cat is in the painting, too. There's, like, a cat that looks exactly oh, like, really? like oh, there's, church there's like down church. in the corner of the painting. Yeah, really? And, yeah, and they make him dress like that when he comes back to life and just yeah. starting to kill people. With and, this creepy Malfoy haircut. And I don't know this movie. I liked it, but it still kind of felt 
it didn't incomplete. have it, it, it yeah it felt incomplete it felt it's like it didn't have like the special it's a little it's something like, to really make me really like it i think mm. the budget was really low i think the acting was pretty horrible not including fred really Gwynn. i thought the acting's right. good in it i think fred nah. Gwynn is fantastic and everyone else is just bouncing the, off the him. dad's pretty bad yeah the dad's pretty awful i think yeah, the mom Lewis is good when, when she do, when um uh rachel creed the mom uh denise crosby when she does the whole spinal meningitis story i thought it's like pretty well acted honestly Mm. It's like know. creepy, her like the way that her her inflection and stuff, and the gate. I even thought Gate was pretty good for a little two year old little murderous child. They should have got that guy out of there. In no business. Who? Gage. Oh yeah, they should have just. I, it's so funny because it takes Gage like ten steps to get from where he's with the kite to the road. Yeah. But the dad's running as fast as he could yeah. for like a minute. <laughs> yeah, can't exactly. Get the kid. <laughs> just Continuity completely was gunning it. He's it's, wasting his time just being like. Waving at yeah. his, at his family, <laughs> laughing about nothing. Like, yeah, <laughs> like who does? That's like yeah. the whitest thing I've ever seen. It's just like yeah, just like, oh, waving yeah, at a picnic wife, table. other kid, Judd, <laughs> Judd, <laughs> who's waving. just part of the family. Yeah, at this he's just point. sitting. He's been lonely. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's nice though for Judd. I'm sick of hanging out with your weird housekeeper. Yeah, who just a family. Just shows up and kills. Like, I think that's part of the whole thing. Is there's just these little bits and pieces that don't fully tie together into any, you know, hugely meaningful arc, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, the housekeeper is, like, sick and just kills herself. After, and he, that's after like he offers to take care, he offers to check her out. She's right. complaining she doesn't have a doctor. And that means then nothing Lewis says, I'll help film. you out. And then, it means yeah. nothing to the movie. So, yeah, exactly. It's so. a waste of time. Like, just don't even have that character there. And nothing then, happened yeah. about it. Exactly. <laughs> what was, why was she there? There were no stakes to that. Nope. Yeah. And it yeah, was that, done that part early. I could have done without all that. I think that was kind of just in there just to add like a little macabre. Yeah, it didn't yeah, set exactly. anything up. They, an air of eeriness. Like maybe if it. they even made like the funeral scene for her and then like talked about the pet cemetery, but they didn't. It was just like she was there. Well, there is that she one really good line there where, he, where Judd goes up to him and he's like, how's your cat? <clears throat> and he's like, it's not my cat. It's, it's my daughter's cat. He's like, it's your cat now, Louis. That's <laughs> <laughs> a pretty good part. That's a barrier on. If that whole death led up to that line, I'm, I'm okay with that. <laughs> and he was like bringing the cat in to, to, to test it or something. He was promising the kid that it was going to be okay. I feel like that was going to go somewhere with him like testing the cat at the hospital or something. But nothing ever really came of that, did it? No, it, it did. Because he's like, what do you, why do you send me? No, maybe that's in the second There's one. There's a second one you guys are talking about. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, yeah nothing the came of that either. Was... Right, in the blood. A lot and of and dead all that. ends. Yeah. A lot of dead ends. Like, sure. it, it, not everything was just working. Sometimes towards... dead's better. You know, a well, I, think, I don't know. Not I, in this I case. feel like I mean he, the arc is just like this guy just fucking goes completely insane, and it's like the movie just keeps escalating. It starts off with a cat, and then it's like, oh, you're introduced to this whole thing, right? It's and in little bits and, and pieces that yeah, and throw. it keeps going. And then by the end, <laughs> no, you have like, a baby getting going crazy. The baby yeah. kills the family, and then he does, and then, and then, then the baby wife on dies, fire. and then he buries the wife up there, and that's in the last like, oh yeah, the very very the very final scene intense. is the wife comes back. It's just like they just kept going with it. I thought that. The way they did that escalation was really was really well done. It was really good. And the way it ended, it just yeah, it just turned into chaos. Kind of start. It started sure small did. and like uh, one review I, like I read of it that kind of stuck with me is that uh, you know they took the book and kind of added like this weird slasher mentality to it, yeah. like to the movie and stuff like that. And I think that this is kind of what it is a little bit. You know, not totally, but I I think it's a really good story, and I think it could have been done a lot better. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I feel there's just parts of it they had to almost like the hanging scene with the lady. I think they just used because they probably needed it. Yeah, we need they, some time. Yeah, we like blew our budget on getting her feet hanging in the air. So yeah, we gotta yeah. use that. 
You bought this rubber rope. Yeah, it just it just yeah. adds to I think just like yeah, like the, you said, like the macabre of it. Just like it should have had it, the creepy it, spirit. What I like the what was the name of the creepy the ghost? spirit? The, the Wendigo. Wendigo. Yeah, that would have been cool. Should have pursued that a little more. I think. It would yeah, I would have liked them to go a little bit more into the burial ground. But honestly, sometimes overexposition on that shit's not that cool. I, I thought it was cool enough that there's just an Indian burial ground. There you go. That's I don't know what those Indians are up to back then. They had burial grounds. I do know that. Oh yeah, That's I agree. The way it is I agree that it is enough. But yeah. but I mean, still as far as just. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, tying things up and having things go somewhere. Like there, there's just so much. But it's like, like where else could it go? Things. It's just like he had all he had done well, no, the just, worst not, thing with his kids, so he just kept I, he kept getting kind of punished. Or no, no, I get that. I'm just saying, like for those scenes, like for like getting the cat tested, and, like having like, that cat the, tested the, was part the, two, the lady sure. died. You know, no, the cat still I think got tested. The dog got tested in the yeah, okay. Two. Maybe you guys are right. You know, okay. um, well, he's like gonna bring the cat in the first one into his hospital or something. Remember, and he, the cat's in like that clear well, plastic container. Well, he gets it neutered. Oh, is that that's what it was? Get it oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah, that's what he like. It's what uh, he right. tell, so Judd, Judd tells. Judd tells him. Got to neuter that cat. Tend to wander. Which yeah, thanks right. a lot, Judd. You just had this cat. The last days of its life, it has to spend neutered yeah. for no reason. It didn't help. No. Nope. Judd is just still wandering. Just a dickless nice, wandering. Nice cat. cat. You should neuter it. Take his balls off. Go ahead, do it. That's what I like. I like things without balls. I like my cats across the road to be neutered. Don't ask why. But there are cool things. I like the ghost of the guy yeah. who dies. Yeah, it's so graphic. Who got hit by the truck. <laughs> it's disgusting that first, like, the first time you see him, it's just like a, a slow-mo zoom-in shot of his brain. Very weird like, cut. Pulsating in his head. And I would, that was the first time I, I also didn't expect the movie to be that gory. What do we call that? What do we, I forget. What, uh, the guy, they have a name for it in Cabin in the Woods when you use that name. A bunch of times before the guy who warns the harbinger of doom. Harbinger, yeah, he's yeah. A like harbinger uh, he's he's yeah. a harbinger. He's a harbinger more like uh, American War from London, though, where he's like a ghost guy being like, "Hey, do you don't yeah. fucking do this, dude. right?" Yeah, no, yeah, you're right. You know? He he's is a, more he's the a harbinger because it, it's almost set up like Judd is the harbinger of doom, but he's the he's opposite. Not. He's no, the, yeah, he's a he's the conduit. He yeah, introduces them to the whole thing. He's yeah. the naive. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so the mm -hmm. go he is definitely the harbinger is definitely the ghost, and that, all those scenes are pretty cool. How he's trying to, but you don't. Me and Jules were saying when we were watching, it's like you don't know if he's actually. Yeah, is he like helping the mom get back so she gets killed? Is he helping the mom get back so she can stop it from happening? Because it seems like when he's first introduced, he's kind of. He's pissed at Lewis because Lewis doesn't try to save him, right, or whatever. He's like, "I'll be back for you" or something. But then he chain comes back in his dream and he's like helping him or something. Yeah, well, he tells he tells I, I him, forget. "I'm helping." He goes, "Why are you here?" And he goes, "I'm helping you because you tried to help me." Why was but that's like because he actually tried to help him or he he's being? I think he was trying to sarcastic. help. He, no, he was he trying died. to help. It's just like Lewis was just passed out, you know, like upstairs, and he got, and she's because she saw. She heard some stuff in Judd's house. She went into Judd's house after Judd was killed. Yeah. But Lewis was in his no, house. No, I just mean in general, so like, like, is the like the Harbinger of Doom, like, it's oh. almost kind of like the first time you see him, he's like, I I think he's being genuine when he says, you tried to help me, so I'm trying to warn you. Yeah, I think he is being genuine. Yeah. I when think that guy gets is. killed, did they already bury the cat and bring it back to life? No, no, no. No. The guy yeah. died. That was, like, one of the first right. things that happens is the, the kid dies. Yeah. No, well, the cat, yeah, the cat dies pretty early. But then they've already been up to the pet cemetery because when the dead guy visits him in the dream, the, the they go up there. The he's dead already guy been up happens there, right? before. The dead guy happens before any trip to the pet cemetery. Okay. You know. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like one of the first scenes. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. You you want to move on? To yeah. The, to the next one. Yeah, you want to do ratings? Yeah. Um, it's rated I'll, R. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll probably give this movie like. Uh, 
a five. You know? Jesus. A five, six. So yeah, like I don't <clears throat> I don't hate it, but it didn't really uh I didn't really get my walks off the way I wanted to. It doesn't have the same Stephen King brilliance or of some of his stuff, I don't think, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. Maybe so. that I just mean, there didn't are, translate. There, are, when there you... are some, you know, crutters, you know, like Can't Langoliers, I think, is one of the worst ideas ever. I don't know why they decided to make that into a movie, but. Uh, no. What is? The Langoliers. I don't see it. It's a Stephen King book basically about how a bunch of pretty much, uh, uh, like, black Pac-Men come down and just, like, eat the earth like Pac-Men. <laughs> But these people are on a plane, and they're like, "Oh, well, the ground's gone because the Langoliers came and they ate the ground." <laughs> like it's uh, it's, the, it's the dumbest shit in the world. It's a movie. It's an awful story. I don't know if he probably wrote that in his cocaine years too. He's like in a blackout. What what's it called? The, the Langoliers. A lot Langoliers. Of I like that that band, L- the Lumineers. L A N G O L I E R S. Lumineers did the soundtrack. It's all. <laughs> Alt Langoliers. Wait, say it again. How do you spell it? L a n g o l i e r s. Okay. Oh, I got oh, 1995. Absolutely awful. Most the of the passengers on an airplane disappear, and the remainder lay in the plane in a mysteriously barren airport. Okay. Yeah, it's not mysteriously barren. Like Wait, this they, looks they, like they, it, no, this was a show. This wasn't kids. a movie. This was a show. Well, a miniseries. Even a miniseries. worse. But yeah, <laughs> it, they're basically just little Pac-Man guys that go around with big teeth that go, nom, 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 I'm eating the earth, like the surface. Like, and there's just this. apparently underneath, like this top layer of soil is just blackness. If you didn't know that. Huh. That's it's a thin crust. Yeah. I want to see thin, it. Thin crust pizza. New York style earth. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I, I like I like this movie. I appreciate it. I appreciate like maybe because like I have a, such a, an affinity for the book. I didn't like the movie that much. But yeah, sounds sounds like that's what's going on. Maybe, but it's like a feel know. good thing, you know. Seeing some okay. skulls cracked open, seeing a lot of blood on like dead yeah, animals, just a feel good. good. Yeah. It's just to sit around and feel good kind of thing. Uh, how about you, Lucky? Um, I th- I think this movie's awesome. I liked it so much more than I thought I was going to. I I probably give it like an eight point five range. I would say it's like pretty much up there for what I like in a horror movie. It's got the supernatural, creepy Indian burial ground aspect. The Harbinger of Doom ghost I like. The it's zombies, but it's also got that family dynamic that makes it a little bit I don't know more personal, a little bit creepier kind of. Um, the music is. I like awesome the minimalism. It's it minimal. Good. Yeah, it is very simple. I it's, do appreciate it, that very yeah. much. About it's a the good. Movie. It's a cool story. Very yeah. limited cast. Like right. small story. Yeah. I do actually appreciate that very much. And, 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 and it's, it's all about segmented. Judd. Man. Judd is yeah. incredible. I mean, that rod. I didn't that realize rod. how I've loved this guy before I even saw the movie. So, um, yeah, that I, middle I, scene I really with like the like the talking about the old, the first kid who got buried in the burning house and all that's pretty crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, know, <gasps> Miller boy came back from the war. Yeah, he's like chewing on a baby leg. Father or buried him. Yeah, the, the first scene, yeah, he like, just pulls out a kid leg out of the ground. Like yeah. he's buried it for the winter, like a squirrel, right. <laughs> little child little leg with a shoe on and, it. You know, and you know, and I, you know what? I really like the sets Sketchy. though too. I, I really like the set of the pet cemetery with the fog and all the creepy, shitty little like the windy hall. Tombs. Yeah, the that um that one luminous that luminous pile of sticks. The right. windy hole. Don't even say that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's windy. Hall. Pile of sticks, everyone. Just a uh, windy pile of sticks. Yeah. Nothing to see here. Just moving along. <laughs> the blue light. Yep. Yeah, the wind it's hole. A pile of sticks. But um, yeah, I, I like the set a lot. Okay, so wait. One question is before you move on. Wh- why is what's the deal with the misspelling? When they see it on the sign, and she, they're like a pet cemetery, and she's like, "That's what it says. It's misspelled." 
but that's what it says. It's like, is she more pissed at the misspelling or the fact that this guy just walked her family to it? Yeah, we didn't need cemetery. to know I about think both. This. I think she's all around upset. She's just like, what the you hell know, is going on? I don't on know here? why he decided the misspelling. That's probably like a cocaine movie. He's probably like, oh, that'll be cool to separate it from everything else. People, like, I don't know what the internet is This will separate so, it from yeah. other pet yeah. cemeteries. So, like, I had so much trouble, like, downloading this movie. I had to search it, like, three times. Couldn't understand how to spell it, you know, <laughs> inappropriately, <laughs> you know? Not um, good for the SEO. I wasn't sure. That's yeah. not something in the in the book. They don't like explain it. it, it I don't remember who originally made this pet cemetery. Was it Judd or was it just like kids that well, live? Well, because I mean, the pet cemetery is technically for kids. Like that's not the real cemetery. Like the right. real cemetery isn't a pet cemetery. The so it's Indian like burial so burial. yeah. So it's just like where kids go to bury their pets. Like the pet cemetery is the thing. gateway because the, the kid pets yeah. getting smashed yeah, on that route. Just because it's a little in like front open, of that luminous pile of sticks. It's just like happenstance. The the whole entire pet cemetery thing is just. Like it just so happens, and the first time they walk kind of over the faggot to too, because then when they get back uh, to the yeah the bundle sticks, the, the bundle sticks, which there's no other word for, because we are a PC podcast, and uh, I've been calling it a windy hole. Yeah, windy every time they look fine. over, they look over at it. It's just, I agree. They do that zoom in, zoom out at the same time shot. Windy hole. What do you think, Jules? What's your rating? I mean, I'll give it a seven five. You know, it's like some vibe, all right. Feels good. It's got some good looks. I appreciate it. It's got good. You know, some of the things I like about it the most aren't like classic horror movie things. Just like the quotability of Judd. Yeah, for exactly. example, which He's is not like a character. horror movie specific. I might give it a six thing, just you know? for Judd. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> Come on, yeah. give Judd a little credit here, my man. Because I'm obsessed with it. You can't like yeah. everything that comes out of his mouth and the accent is just like Dom It makes you feel so happy. Yeah, it's just yeah. memorable. Every single thing. It, that's why it's, it's a feel good yeah. thing. Fred Gwynn. Yeah, it makes you feel good. I wish he was just like. Really him, rips a him butt. In that voice could have been like the more the next Morgan Freeman. You know what I mean? Right. Like, if he just got cast as that guy in think, every yeah, single think of the movie. voiceovers he could have done against some beautiful... He should have he should have leaned into that accent really hard, and that could have made his whole career. Well, in the second one, we see where the... That's one of the continuity factors is, is that accent. Yeah, we see a in, variation uh, of it. Clancy Brown. Cool. Uh, so, do you guys want to move into the next film? 110%. Yeah. Okay, let's do it. Uh, Pat Cemetery 2. Get ready, babies. There ain't no grave can hold my body down. There ain't no grave can hold my body down. When I hear the trumpet sound, I'm gonna rise right out of the ground. Ain't no grave can hold my body down. Well, look way down the river. What do you think I see? I see a band of angels And they're coming after me Ain't no grave can hold my body down There ain't no grave can hold my Pet body crematory down. three The winds <laughs> that, that blow Pet creamery <laughs> Pet creamery I mean, Those definitely exist There's dog ice cream places mm. Ready? Let's pet, do it. Pet Creamery 3, The Winds That Have Blown. <laughs> yes, what are the, uh, the movies that has deeds? blown? We um, went right to three. Now, not many people heard of this, but Pet Creamery was the uh, was what they went to. So Pet Creamery 3, uh, 1996. Um, <laughs> it starred um, Jude Law in his first um, ever acting Yeah, his ice cream performance. boy. 
as ice cream boy. And uh, so, so, so they call me. They don't give him a name. Yeah. It's kind of like an unnamed character kind of so, cool thing. Like, ice, the, like the yeah. man, without, with, man with no name. Man with no name. Yeah. So the synopsis via IMDb is ice cream boy rolled into town in Maine one day. <laughs> um, he's a road repairman. And um, and a lot of different accidents happen to animals. And um, A lot of bloody fur. Yeah. And so he basically decides to open a creamery in this town. Um, and all the animals that have died, which were buried in a pet cemetery, come back, yeah. and they kill Ice Cream Boy, and they make their own business venture, and hilarity ensues, and that's yeah. Pet it's Creamery a, 3. Yeah, it's basically a bunch of dogs trying to run an ice cream parlor, but they're undead, and they want flesh, and that's how they bring them into the ice cream right. parlor, so they, and yeah, they kill them. Yeah, so they start eating the customers, it's like and mochi. then at the end, they get, they get all the ice cream, and it turns out yeah. that they didn't even want to kill people, they just wanted the ice cream for themselves yeah. which was a cool kind of shamalamian twist yeah yeah that's true <laughs> they didn't even like flesh <laughs> yeah that's a simulan twist <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, okay but let's that's go back it. to two yeah we'll, nah. we'll go to two we'll, maybe we'll talk about three more another time yeah no, we'll, we'll, we'll touch on three it's definitely right? the best yeah cream three is what a lot of people call cream it cream three <laughs> okay so pet cemetery two uh 92 <laughs> the tagline is raise some hell that really? Works, that works pretty well. Yeah, pretty, um, pretty good. Yeah. Okay. It's also directed by Mary Lambert, um, who did the first one. Um, the synopsis on so, IMDb is... Sorry to cut you off for a second, but I know yeah. the second tagline was, uh, back by popular demand. No way, really? Yeah, yeah. That's the worst. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are there any other ones? No, the other ones are in, like, Danish. <laughs> I don't. I want to know what they mean, though. Yeah, I yeah, should have put it to try this on for size. Yeah, I should have put it into Google Translate to see what the Danish ones were. Yeah, yeah, maybe we should. Maybe Sometimes you should. Like, not making a sequel yeah. is better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes even a franchise dad is bad. <laughs> yeah, nice, nice. Should have learned. There we go. We got it. We got there. That's the Danish one. Yeah. They don't pull punches. They're like, yeah. Yeah, this movie sucks. Yeah. It's, yeah, don't it's see it. What you see is what you get over yeah. there in Daneland. Um, the ancient Indian cemetery with the power to raise the dead returns and influences the <laughs> it lives returns, of new It never residents. went anywhere. What a shitty synopsis. <laughs> Where did Sh- it go? to the first, but with new f- cast. <laughs> yeah, so this movie was, uh, you obviously like a much higher budget. Like they put a lot more money into this movie because you have like real actors. Edward Furlong. Which I was surprised. Yeah. Like when I, I didn't know he was in this movie, I started watching. I'm like, ah, j- Jesus Christ. And he's like a little... Older than ter- than T two, maybe I don't know. Still so got that gene vest. Maybe it was even bef- before. When was T two? Probably like maybe same was year. Actually, like ninety three or maybe something. Same he year. looks almost the same. He, it could be because yeah, he's he, wearing he, the it same was, vest. It was ninety one. It was 91? the year before. Okay, nice. So yeah. this is like post puberty because you know in like um, you know how in Terminator two like when they were filming it, Edward Furlong was like going through puberty and he was like vo- his voice cracks and he sounds older and younger at different points in the movie. And it was like something they had to deal with. Well, That's why James Cameron is such a magician. Yeah, I think he that ma- works well he for them. Still pulled yeah, that so Edward Furlong performance out <laughs> of a fucking hat. But his voice cracking in Terminator kind of adds to mom! his like, yeah, robots, his, mom, his emotion a little bit. It's real. Right? Is this Relatable. robot good or bad, mom? It's yeah. part of puberty. You can't you're just you're, kill people. You're experiencing things you've never experienced before. You know, you're having new sensations, new thoughts. Hell yeah! Dealing so, with killer robots. Edward These are just Furlong the things that happen in puberty. What know? happened to him? How come was this? Looks he like looked, it was he, about he it. He looks like a mess now. So he burned quick. Yeah. yeah, he was. He had a prime time, man. He was great. He was in American History X, Detroit Rock City, He's and a, a great movie kid actor called Pecker. Pecker's Pecker. good. 
All right, I'll take your word for it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, not I'm the sure movie, that's not just the first, you know, yeah. Packers. You say that all good. the time. Packers good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Am I right? That's Am I right? Basically, it's catchphrase. Yeah. I'm with. No, I'm yeah. with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's no. my tagline. Yeah. Jules Jensen. <laughs> Packers good. No, I'm with yeah. you. Yeah, in Solid Danish, piece, same thing. Yeah, checks same out. Thing, yeah. yeah. No, I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, the Danes wouldn't lie. <laughs> Does Packers shoot? Yes, Packers good. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so this stars um, Anthony Hopkins, <laughs> Edward Norton. Uh, no, it's basically just uh, Edward yeah. Furlong and then the guy from ER. Yeah. Clancy Brown. Clinton. That's it. That's the guy's name. The 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 dad. Gus. The cop. No, not oh, Gus. Oh, that guy. The the dad. The dad I'd say is the, and Clancy Brown. I think uh, who is what is Clancy Brown from? Well, he was in Carnival. Okay, I never watched Carnival, but it's I'm aware I of the show. I highly recommend it for both of you guys. Very good One show. One of the first HBO original you, series. Jules, that was like t- Jules, huge. tell him yeah. what he's best known for. He's the voice of Mr. Krabs. Really? Yeah, the best character in SpongeBob. Really? Well, by far. That's opinion. awesome. Yeah. Because yeah. I liked him very much in this movie. He's good. He's good. He's creepy. And he's really creepy in Carnival. Yeah, he, yeah, I like him too. He he's one of the few things I made this movie entertaining yeah. for me. So uh, basically, synopsis, uh, short synopsis for this movie instead of this IMDb fucking garbage pail that they gave us. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> pile of slop. Yeah. This is my source of all credibility yeah. on this podcast. So basically, uh, this this Edward Furlong's mom, she's a famous Hollywood actress, and him and his vet dad are. Or they're separated. Uh, you know who knows? Yeah, awesome for him that vet veterinarian is like, you know, slinging dick to uh, a famous Hollywood actress, who's mm. who's great in the beginning. I'm like, oh, I hope she's in this movie. She's really good actress. And uh, but no, she gets you killed. Know, you, well, she gets uh, electrocuted in a horrible like uh, yeah ungrounded bomb, radiator yeah prop. movie set accident, which seems totally avoidable. Some guys just like spraying a hose all over the place. Union like, while electricians. Like, yeah, there's like, right? electricity everywhere. And she gets violently uh, killed via electri- electricity, like in front of her son. And so they move with a lot of Maine. people not doing shit for a while. You know, I feel like someone could have gone in there with like a wooden handle and just kind of popped yeah, her I off mean, of there. I mean, I kind of get it, but like, yeah, or at least like throwing some of those skeleton hand props at her, trying to like get her a lot, off. A lot of gawking. Yeah, yeah, just watching her get electrocuted. Well, but also, what, like, if you go there, you're gonna get electrocuted too, because that's how that works. You know, I kind of get it. But yeah, they are just kind of watching her die for about like a minute and a half. Uh, which is fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, um, didn't have to be that way. Uh, yeah, are you taking a picture of my unshaven face? Sometimes dad's bad. I was yeah. doing a little live um, feature. That's and my, and my phone died. So, um, so basically, she dies, and they go. They move to this main town to try to get away, like where apparently, like she's from, and stuff like that, where they had a summer house. People need to watch more Stephen King movies and understand that Maine isn't somewhere that you go to get away. Yeah, so you, they say it's you, vacation land. It's a but place it's, you try to get away it's a place from. Where horrible, horrible yeah. things will happen to your family. It's actually, if you go to Maine. that could be a good like, rebirth. Welcome from to Maine. The horrible things have happened to <laughs> yeah. many families here. <laughs> Ever seen the mist? Some, yeah. I think it, <laughs> vacation land. Sometimes dead is better. Yeah. I think <laughs> is what Stephen it says King, on the main sign there. Stephen King has I feel like he thinks he's doing good as a PR person for Maine, but he really, he really yeah, he's not. Yeah, it's like Maine is an awful place where awful things happen all the time. In the in the book, they reference they they make a reference to Cujo. Where it's like, yeah, a couple towns over. Uh, oh wow! A couple years ago, this dog like went crazy and killed a bunch of people. Huh? Which I feel like they should have tied in and be like, oh yeah, that dog was buried in the pet cemetery. Cujo was buried in the pet yeah, cemetery. Yeah, I, I kind of thought that they were. Which could have been cool. Time. It was there it for the taking. Been cool. 
But it's like oh, no, just rabies. Well, That's I, in the first book. Well, yeah, clearly it's not a pet cemetery too. But I heard yeah. that like arguably <laughs> some or all of the Stephen King books come happen in the same universe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't. I don't there are a lot of references to a lot of stuff like uh, within his books. Maybe why not? You know, I know Stephen King, but I've never read any of his material. But I know him. Uh, like yeah, he's a cocaine. Your Stephen King is great. Some of the other stuff like I can. Can do without. I read the first Dark Tower book, and that was like, I, I don't get why people like it that much. Like it was cool. Like a, uh, I don't know. I don't want to read more. I guess we'll have to. A- we'll ask my uh, our, our guest Ryan Flaherty. He's a big um, Stephen King fan. He's reading. Um, he's reading the Dark Tower now. Okay. Yes. I remember the first one. Anyways, so this movie, this movie, right? Yeah. So they they move to this main town. He starts. He's starting a new vet veterinary business. And everyone uh, starts picking on him, <laughs> like. Re- the the first big thing is the guy Gus Clancy Brown, who's the sheriff of this town. He goes up to Edward Furlong and basically in front of Edward Furlong's dad, the dead lady's husband, he's like, basically, hey, you know why I used to fuck your mom, right? Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like in front of his dad. He's like, so you know, uh, I used to be real. You mean your mom used to be real sweet on each other in high school, right? Yeah. The uh, nice. prom, homecoming, the whole nine yards. <laughs> he's saying. It's like, yeah, so, you know, your dead mom, I used to fuck her. Like, I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> and the <laughs> tastelessness like, begins. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm like, oh, Gus, all right. I'm in a, I'm in a Gus. <laughs> yeah, I'm Gus. Gus. Damn, Gus. Gus this is, is raw. pretty brutal. He's got, a, he's got a taste for flesh. And he immediately gets started. Uh, he starts getting, of course, tortured at school because he's a new kid. I'm like, yeah, your fucking mom's dead. Like, you, of course, you see... A kid, as soon as I saw a kid with a dangly cross earring, I'm like, oh, uh, yep. someone's in fucking trouble. And his woolen scarf. Looking like yeah. a Tommy Hilfiger ad. Which is great. I love that 80s uh, stereotype somehow. They're like, oh, yeah, dangly Brooks cross Brothers earring. Because, you know, you know who's the biggest bullies of all time is uh, goth kids. <laughs> you know? <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. They really, yeah. They really, uh, really loved to bully. This is right before Marilyn Manson dropped. And <laughs> Didn't Edward Furlong, he, he had a worse. dangly cross earring in Terminator, I feel like. Oh, probably. I wouldn't doubt it. But yeah, that that's the the indicator of like an anti-hero or a badass. You know, you know like Kiefer Sutherland in uh, Lost Boys. Yeah, right. Yeah. Best dangly cross earring. That's, that's a, the <laughs> yeah, real that's, one. That's serious. Like his was like a junior dangly cross earring. Yeah. Like this yeah. guy Clyde. who was a piece of shit. Real piece of shit. That scarf. You know, get here and check off scarf. <laughs> that, that scarf was yeah. his undoing. <laughs> but he gets there and he makes friends with uh the, with this fat kid who is uh, basically stole the show. He, he was he was good too. Loved yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, he was good. He was likable. Yeah, he, uh, he had he has this dog and he Gus is his stepdad. Yeah, N- Gus is just a piece of shit. Yeah, he's a real garbage person. One hundred and ten percent. The dog Zoe. And uh, Zowie. 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 I couldn't tell what the dog's name was until I saw it written like three quarters of the way through the movie. It was, I thought you were saying Sally with a lisp. Yeah, because like an awful, lisp, awful dog name. You could have chosen any name. It's not like you're being, you know, loyal to the books or anything like that. It's yeah. not. Zowie. It wasn't a book. So Very you weird. You could have done a better name than Zowie, which is a name that literally no one understands why you would name a dog that. No, didn't know what he was saying. Didn't know it was... Didn't know what was going on. Couldn't connect to the dog. Couldn't connect to the dog. It was a beautiful dog, though. Nice Malmute. Malmute? That's what it was? I think, or a husky, maybe. Because like, eventually, so so Gus like, uh, shoots the dog for getting into his, you know, getting into the rabbits. Cash, hell, hell of a, a shot, too. Uh, yeah. He shot him like, uh, from across the woods. Which uh, made me, brought me close to tears, because I cannot, like, that's my real line. Like, almost for sure, every time I see a dog die on screen, I'm going to cry. 
Just dogs, though? Cats? Dogs. Dogs get me every in time. In movie like, before, they had a but, stiff, brittle cat being scraped off the ground. That probably affected you more because you have a cat. I like cats. But the know? cat looks so fake. And, like, usually... It's true. What happens pretty much all the time is dog death is always very personal. Like, like yeah. he was holding his dog in his arms waiting Yeah, that was that die. was very sad. And yeah. I'm like, this is so For a long time, sad. just getting bloodier and bloodier. Really, the end of the kid it, is just drenched in the dog's it blood. It really got me. Like, the, the dog's last... head is swinging in the breeze and stuff, and he's carrying oh, it up there. Man. Yeah, it's pretty brutal. Yeah. Because the last movie... I Good feel CGI. Like I really cry too, <laughs> which sucks, is uh, I Am Legend. Like, that movie yeah. is awful. But, like, when the dog died in that movie, like, I cried my fucking eyes out. Yeah, that's dude. the sad part was, of the movie. I was destroyed. Yeah. yeah. I was and then Airbud uh, 3. Yeah. Airbud 3, Air when Bud he dies. Shot in the head. Uh, yeah, for, uh, for, for the volleyball one where Airbud spikes, spikes back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When he goes up and makes that last save, and then falls down and breaks his neck in the sand, Dies and in front then gets shot after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets but shot he had AIDS by a lifeguard. I think it just coincided with when he died of AIDS. Yeah. No, yeah, it all was yeah. all three. Kind I of. dog fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Airbuddy Air Air was a tragic arc, which sucks because when in Airbuddy's tragic, which hero. is all of his kids, you know, they're small all percentage. HIV, they're all like at least half of them are HIV positive, so they have a limited lifespan. Definitely. You know what kind of life are these? Hmm. Three four years. Dogs gonna have, which is probably why they send them to space and space buddies. Yeah, you space know what I mean. Is good on AIDS because it's like, hey, you know what? How can we make these dogs comfortable for the last part of their life? It's send like, what do they space. probably want? It's probably they probably want to go to space. Ten G's. Let's pure let them acceleration. See, yeah, let them yeah. see the void. You know, let them see, let them go out there. And it turns in space buddies turns into very much kind of like an event horizon. Okay, <laughs> kind of like uh, people of interest. Yeah, so you know the magic scenes. word for me. We honestly should do like an Airbud, um, you know, episode about it because there's a lot of dark turns and twists that are. How already, many are there now? I don't it, know, probably so. Let's see. There's uh, Airbud. There's Airbud spikes back. There's Airbud uh, seventh inning fetch. There's yeah. Airbud <laughs> golden uh, receiver. Golden receiver. Oh. Spikes um, back. Yeah, spikes back. Got um, that. We got Spikes back. Jules uh, own spikes back. Then yeah, I have that one on laser. There's like uh, space buddies and Santa buddies. Um, I feel like there's probably one more. Is there a hockey one where they put four, <laughs> four ice skates on, <laughs> um, on a seems, dog? Seems plausible. <laughs> yeah, and just have him skate around. Anything's possible. Yeah. Oh, uh, there's the one where he's um fences. That new movie Fences. Yeah, that was about earbud oh, fencing. <laughs> yeah, he just holds, just holds a. Denzel a, was nominated. A, a rapier in a uh, in his yeah. mouth. It's where he has to fence um, Denzel. Yeah, that's Denzel <laughs> yeah. was nominated. Wow. Best wow. fencing scene. Hell yeah. Best fencing scene of all time. He lost it. That's good. So this is now the Airbud podcast. He lost like it to Emmett Stone. For the next hour. And Emmett Air Stone. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm just trying to tie in the Oscars to stay relevant. Yeah. Well, I mean, the Oscars don't, haven't been irrelevant for a long time. They were funny this year. Yeah. They made that little mistake was cute, pretty epic. Yeah, I blame it on Leo. You know, he he switched him around. I know. I think it, it was the it was a guy backstage tweeting that was tweeting. Yeah, getting distracted. There you go. It, Being in, a millennial. In a, in a Oscars yeah. were like looking for an excuse go. to blame the millennials again. I Jeez. know. Well, it's like the funniest thing when he tweeted at Trump Live. It's like they fuck up the best picture award because the guy's tweeting. It's like it's kind of cool. Twitter's completely ruining our country. Yep. I bet Twitter paid for that. Probably <laughs> sponsored right. by Twitter. Yeah, trying to get trying best to... picture is Twitter. He's like, I don't think this is right. <laughs> <laughs> Warren Beatty, what the hell is Twitter? <laughs> and he's wearing like a huge Twitter patch, like, <laughs> like Say Dunaway. That's like, what oh, I, I used to call I, you. I, a I just snapper. messed up. <laughs> What's so funny if you watch the replays? I feel so bad for Warren because like w- there's the one producer of um 
you know, of La La Land. And he's like, he's like, no, really? They won. And he just turns around. He snatches the envelope out of Warren Betty's hand. Warren Betty's just standing there, like, smiling, just looking yeah. so confused. <laughs> really, he snatches it up. Like, and he grabs it and opens like, it. He's I think like, he got he it from that dude like, with the headset. Because Warren Beatty did have the wrong one. I think no, the guy did. with the yeah, headset yeah, he came out and they grabbed that he, one. No, they oh, he, he grabbed he, it from him. He grabbed no, it No, because he Warren. said the one that he had, he, he was handed an earlier one where it said Emma Stone, La La Land. So that's why he was so confused. Yeah, he did a duplicate, yeah. He's like, oh, <laughs> oh, hey, being uh, an old man yeah. joke, so building suspense. But then he came back, and it was so funny. And he's like, I just want to say, he's like, the envelope I opened said Emma Stone. Yeah. It's like I wasn't trying to be funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, I, I, I love that he went and owned up to it too, because there was gonna be mad senile jokes coming his yeah. way, and he deflected that. Yeah. But he should have known. I mean, I understand the probably the pressure of that situation, but at the same time, it's like you read it says Emma Stone, La La Land. That's obviously probably wrong because definitely at yeah. the bottom it probably just says Best Supporting Actress. Right, like, right, right. It's like ah, oh, well, it says La La Land but somewhere dude, on here. You're, you're, he's eighty years old, man. He's on. Yeah, I he's guess on, so. in front of all, in the, all, you know in yeah. front of Mel Gibson. And Halle Berry, the, fucking, the pressure of Mel Gibson. He's a famous actor, you know. He should be, be able to be, be cool, you know. Yeah. Well, he's eighty. Yeah, I guess so. He's <laughs> <laughs> pretty, pretty cool for eighty. But I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah, Clint, I, Clint Eastwood wouldn't have done that. If it like, was Leo, this seems yeah. wrong. Yeah, Leo would have yeah, just yeah. like gave me the someone. guy who was just. Can I get a guy out here? Yeah. What is <laughs> this? Can I get a? Guy? I don't understand. <laughs> Send yeah. a guy with a headset yeah. now. Yeah, that would have yeah. been funny. Send some zipper hat out here. Fix this. <laughs> uh, he just rolls it up into a cigarette and smokes yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, like, Fuck your award. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, they should have had Clint do it. Clint should have done it, dude. He should do it every time. He he should, should, you know what they should host. do? It should be a recurring theme, though, where every year the presenter for Best Picture is like some really old. It's <laughs> like, older year. and crazier. Remember that old lady frail. they wheeled out for that scene? Yeah. And they were like, bring her on out. And she's like so feeble. Thank and everyone you. And she was like, and they're yeah. like, get her back, get her, <laughs> the, get her back underground. <laughs> Reverse wheeler. Yeah. All people make it all better. Her back. Like, like hey. you see, like, don't let it speak again. Yeah. Like, you see, it was millions of people just heard what she said. What the hell was that? Our ratings are a different. Death Our ratings just took a nosedive as soon as she hit the screen. What was that noise she made? Cut, <laughs> Cut her feed. It was an Who intimidation noise. Well, it's just like when uh, <laughs> they brought like, out. Okay, okay, that's fine. You get it. You're welcome. Go. Here's get her in the cage. They brought, have you, did you see George Bush Senior trying to like flip the coin? Oh yeah. No. And for the Super Bowl. I did. I did. No. Oh, he messed it up. Look at bad. In the beginning, I didn't see the beginning. Yeah, they had to reflip it. Wow. He like called it wrong. Like, it's like when people do the celebrity pitch and they throw it like two feet. Yeah. Cut the feed. Cut the feed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Awesome. I mean, so we, were, we were talking about a movie, right? No. I think we were talking about Air Bud, so let's get back to that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so basically, Pet Summary 2 is, uh, yeah, just like a high budget, like a rip off the first one. They reference like the Creed murders. Right, and uh, that's my whole thing. Happening. So it's happened like that right, was one of the better right parts, after. and there was no payoff. I thought yeah. Ellie was gonna come back because she's the one person who didn't die in the old one, the kid from the first one. Why the fuck didn't she come back as some crazy, so anti-hero he, to revenge or do you know? Like, here, here's where I don't like damn. necessarily. There was two like different pieces of information about that that I don't necessarily understand. So like uh, Clyde, uh, it uh, dangly earring guy. Yeah, he says he's like yeah. So she killed them, and then they took her away, locked her in a mental institution. Right. right. But then they, uh, he goes. She escaped. Two the the ago. dad goes to, um, goes to that taxidermy, taxidermy guy, right. and he's like, "Yeah, she's 
she got killed too by like the police or something like that. I mean, like, there's just like conflicting stories. But I did, I do, like, when he said that, I'm like, oh, yeah, she should definitely come back. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. We're getting a message from our producer right now. Special Jeff is holding up yeah, a piece special, of paper Special into the Jeff air. is, uh, the, the, uh, the Ouija board is moving around, saying, I'm sick of this. It's like he's hitting the, the notebook with a pen. Yeah, and uh, the pen's just floating in the air. Which is yeah, true. Not, well, I guess we didn't. Yeah, so you knew that we had a poltergeist sound. I've heard it. I've heard, but that's crazy to see a pen floating in the air writing notes. Well, it's crazy. Now I've seen it all, my friend. Yeah. But basically, I mean, we should still talk about them just a little bit. There's a little bit. There's, there's more left. Yeah. I uh, mean, but yeah, that really could have capitalized on much more continuity. Because at first, when we first started, I was like, where are they going to pick this up? What's Is it going to be totally right, you know? Related or totally unrelated, and then they mention her, and I'm like, oh, maybe she's gonna. And they mention her early enough that it seems like she could have shown up, and shit could have gotten pretty crazy. I wish she did. That would have been cool. That would have been, been awesome. a good payoff. They yeah, just, yeah, it was cool. The, the campfire bit was cool. They made like a campfire story kind of thing, and they at least tied in what happened in the last one. <laughs> like a 15 year old kid ripping a butt. Like, it, yeah, yeah, that's pretty epic. Because the dog dies, and they bury the dog. Dog comes back to life. Dog's an asshole. Yeah, and the dog tries to kill uh, Ed Furlong's dad. dad. Like. Five times, yeah, yeah. easily. Like, yeah. yeah, and he, and Edward Furlong's dad wins every time. ER guy, yeah. he, he he somehow makes it out of the situation. He's like, he's a vet. He really with a gun. gets a shitty end of the yeah. deal in this one. And uh, and then, but the dog kills Gus, and then they bury Gus. We're like, well, no one can know that we uh, the dog went crazy and killed this guy, so uh, we better bury him in the pet cemetery. And Gus came comes back like way chiller. Didn't they know to bury him so that he would come back so they wouldn't get in trouble and didn't seem like they killed him, I thought? Was yeah, kind of well, I mean, I mean, that was it, but also, like, yeah, I mean, it's, better, it's easier to not deal with it if he's just alive. Right. But they, he basically comes the back. The intent was to bring him back. It's kind of just a way chiller dad. Yeah. You know? I'm like, that's what I thought. I'm like, wow, Gus is a better, cool guy. He was a like, better dad as a zombie. Yeah, yeah, as a zombie. <laughs> he's having fun. They're having him over dinner. Like, he's... Yeah, yeah he's eating mashed potatoes, laughing. Mashed, yeah, having yeah. a good time. Spitting food up. Yeah. We were talking we sexually assaulting his wife a little bit, but well, he sexually assaulted yeah. his wife before he was dead. Yeah, yeah he couldn't tell that she couldn't tell. The he difference. was way scummier alive. Yeah, I guess that's. True. But that also brings me to my next point. I think that we should make shirts, pet cemetery shirts. Don't bully my breed, and not uh, all. I love my my zombie reanimated dog. Yeah. psycho killer blood covered Malmute or whatever you know, like a little bumper <laughs> yeah. sticker. Don't bully my breed just because he's dead and buried in the Indian burial ground. And tries to kill because he has no heartbeat and his pupils don't dilate and his blood has come back as dead matter. That but, could be cool. But he, uh, there was a great scene. Yeah, what we said earlier, he basically chases down. Uh, he does start getting murdering because he kills Clyde with the motorcycle, which was great. Scene. That was good, good death. Pretty nice. Yeah. Like I'm just fucking with ya. Yep. Like, yeah, that was fantastic. His scarf gets caught, his face. Gets and then he just off. doesn't. He's like, "Fuck it, might as well go all the way." And he just, yeah, liquefies Clyde's head, kills him, and then chases yeah. down uh, the fat kid and the lady he's married to, um, and they get in a uh, fatal potato accident. Really Ooh. on the nose with the fat kid. Of course, they have to kill him with food. That's yeah. it's like they really unceremoniously that too. Man, he was stealing Indian. the show, and they just crushed him with a load of potatoes. And the potatoes are coming out of the window. The lady's leg, <laughs> bloody flies leg. Up. Yeah. They yeah, squash the potato, and the truck drives away. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> it's a brutal so, potato accident. Every truck in all the movies are is red in both these movies. But yeah. are they all potato trucks? No, it's all from Marinko. I guess they are just potato. Is but. Uh, Potato-based uh, potato fuel. oils. Yeah. That should be like the third or the fourth one after pet creamery. There should be pet 
Pet potato. Pet potato pet oil palace. You know, that, well, that's pet how they justify palace. if they made like a great, if they set up a, an alternate universe where there's a great American potato famine, which is why these trucks have to go so fast oh, and yeah. get out with such urgency. <laughs> get people. That would be such yeah. a Stephen King move if this was yeah. just like the prelude to like an apocalypse movie about a potato famine. Yeah. And like all the, the dead, they're like, so, still care about all those dead like animals? While, while the movie, <laughs> while uh, the story of The Stand is going on and everyone's right. dying and stuff right. like that, we need to get these potatoes out of here, you know? Yeah. So we get, get them to get, the people. Get, get me a Rinko shipping. lives. It doesn't matter who's dying. Like, it, more people will live because he's potatoes. I Pet need Cemetery the fastest trucks in the land. Stand. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then Pet Cemetery 5 is the mist. Sure. Yeah, yeah. After the, after the Stand comes Checks out. That checks out. Thanks. I'm into it. But uh, I guess I know a little more about Stephen King than I thought. <laughs> I don't know. This movie has such like a high body count. It is much more of like a slasher. What I do like about this movie oh, yeah. is that there is a lot more like uh, going on. There are like a lot more char- characters. Like yeah. I, mean, I mean, while I do say the minimalism of the first movie is ex- is like a strength to it, mm-hmm. in this one there is like a lot more to kind of latch onto a little bit. Yeah, it's a busier know? movie. There's yeah. more plots. There's more deaths. Yeah, I mean. That's kind of the like horror nicely... movie sequel rule of thumb. It has yeah. to take a small plot and. Go take it to unnecessary places. Right, this movie did not need to happen. It does not expand on the mythology. It doesn't. Three make shining the movie references. It, it's a stu- very it, it very stupid but movie. But I, uh, I didn't. He, I, I almost. The music. I almost keep it on we'll the same level of like uh, the first one in certain senses. It pleased me in some ways. Like I like Gus. Yeah. Like I like. There's Clancy Brown's good. He's enjoying there, it. There's a, a lot. Yeah, there, there's a lot of like ridiculous shit going on that made me like it in the ways yeah. that that. Uh, <clears throat> that lacked for me, you know, in the, in first, the first one. Week? So for both of them, they're they're kind of on even keel for me. Really? Because of it. Yeah. I knew. That's why I was watching it. For, and I was, for completely I, I was different like, ways. Why did Brandon make us watch it? <coughs> me and Jules I'm glad here. we did. I'm glad we did, too. I'm glad we're having the discussion. And there was two movies, so I'm glad we did, too. But I was like, you know what? Brandon would like this movie. I, I like I like them for different ways. You totally, know? and I like, I that yeah. schlocky B grindhouse movie yeah. is more prevalent in this, and that makes it redeemable. Yeah, I, it's I just agree, like yeah. it's ridiculous. It, yeah, it's and totally, it, over and the that top. makes it kind of fun. Yeah, it's, I had it's more, more fun. fun. It's definitely more fun. Yeah, but yeah. that that level of eeriness and creepiness is completely absent. Like, it's because of the music. One hundred percent agree. Yeah, if it had a different score, it would have been way better. The music was fucking horrible. The music was agonizing, agonizingly bad. Just. 80s or 90s shit. Yeah. So bad. Just crappy cheese guitar. Yeah, just so out of place. I mean, the first emotion. one was such like a Bernard Herman Hitchcock. Like, ding, ding. Remember yeah. we were even laughing at one point? Like, the string stabs are so frantic and out of so control. Really fast well, violins. Yeah, they're trying to do like slasher stuff. Because obviously, yeah, like, cause, like, Jason was big at the time. Like, he was trying to do like a. Uh, uh, totally. Because he's dressed as Jason for Halloween and for long. There's a, the, yeah. And that that hockey mask is, is all over it. Good so, references. Yeah, there's two shining, three shining references. The very but end that's a, yeah, with the yeah. car driving and the long shots of the car driving and mm-hmm. the end credits when they have the nice little. Reel of everyone who died in the movie, <laughs> and oh, when they're then they have the little portraits like silhouette or whatever. In the oh, car. really? I, I cut out right before that, like yeah. right at the end. Though they have like, oh like, yeah, the car. Oh, do they do like the end of the Predator kind of thing where it's like a starring like? Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, it, really? It, they do that? Really goofy. Yeah, I like, yeah. really, really like no, that. I can't believe I cut out before that. Little yeah. picture I, in picture reel of everyone who died. But dude, it's like a Looney Tunes thing. They yeah. pop up in like little funny, but even the last shot of the fat kid, he's like got like chocolate on. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, we, we were like, dude, they did him so bad. Yeah, they no <laughs> dignity. Hi, he's like eating chicken on a toilet. I got killed by potatoes. Yeah. He shrugged when your potatoes fall. Carbs are a kill. 
killer. Taking a potato out of the toilet and eating it. Yeah. <laughs> killer carbs, brother. Hey, hey, hey Yummy. Kid, we're, we're calling you in for one more scene. And he's like, oh, aren't I? My parents said I was done with this movie. They're like, not yet, bud. Yeah, uh, so for this fatty. next one, you're going to be eating a potato on the toilet for your little I died in the movie scene. He's like, I just want to go home. <laughs> not like, yet, fatty. Get on the toilet, fatty. You're not done yet. I'm going to squirt chocolate syrup in your eye. I, I will say my, fa- my favorite scene of this movie, though, is the last scene because uh, obviously it leaves Edward Furlong losing his mind and being like, "I'm gonna bury my, mo- I'm bury my mom and bury the oh, with her." Oh, melting. The face, I don't, I, that, where did that come from? Why, why does he just go crazy? He's How like, did he? Come I, it, was, it was very Clancy thrown Brown in there. To do that. It was but, stupid. It was a totally. But I, I love everything she said. She's burning alive and she's like, "Dead is better." Dead right. Yeah. Says like, it, it three times again. Three it. times. And I, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, th- I like that they brought it back. Yeah. Because we we were saying that we, I was like even if there was just a couple like memorable lines, there's just none. It's just nothing. You know, there's just nothing had memorable one, about it. The first one is so iconic. One reverb. I, mean, I get you can't make delayed a sequel Judd quote. Yeah. One. Give me some Judd. Don't look reverb. down. 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 I get Don't with a sequel road, you bro. can't be at iconic. That's not the point with the sequel. But it wasn't even interesting. I didn't. Yeah. This guy, Mark Governor, fuck this guy. He's only ever done this movie, a movie called Nebraska, which is black and white, and I thought was a silent film. Um, then another thing called Uncle Sam. <laughs> he did the soundtrack the to his did son. the soundtrack? Yeah, yeah Mark okay. Governor. He is a piece of shit. I know, Gav. The movie that the music made this Tasteless. movie made that made this movie from bad to complete piece of there shit. There were shots where it could have been really creepy with no music or just that ominous some or just synth the stuff. strings and then it would make just it similar to the first one. Some shitty cheese guitar. Yeah, like and then I never want to love a girl. I feel yeah. you fading yeah, away. Yeah, there was a lot. There, like, yeah, what the fuck? Like, There's like a. a Dead dog gets up That's my that's my least favorite thing for like soundtracks or horror movie soundtracks. It's like you're gonna do this soundtrack, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna do this and the vocals." I'm like, oh no, how about no vocals? Yeah. Like, hey, how about no? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's true. The vocals make we it ask you to we ask you to do a score, <laughs> not right. make an album. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. yeah. Like the same way for uh, for like Silent and Deadly Night, but I mean that movie that honestly added to the movie so much because that movie is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it, but, like, no, that this, worked. Like th- that's not what they were trying I mean, to do. You a know good what example I mean? would be Friday the Thirteenth. The only movie that Han- Harry Manfredini didn't score is Part Eight. It, Jason Takes Manhattan. It's the most eighty schlock, argue like one of the wor- w- shittier entries into into the series. I would say, and it's the the the, the last minute. They like that movie was such a piece of shit. Like the, they ran out of money, so they couldn't film it in New York, or, or even it, the whole movie takes place on a boat going to New York. And instead of all the strings and the very psycho score, it's all '80s, like you know, glam rock, and it makes it just comical, but like uh, not intended, yeah, and just so, so bad and stupid. And it's just the same example. It's like some of those '80s movies, like Silent Night, Deadly Night. It works because it's like an absurd '80s movie, and it feels right. But even just like I was like that was a stupid part, and then a the guitar solo starts. I'm like, it's way more stupid now. The creepy, cool music of the first one's a big part of why it feels good and why it's enjoyable, and yeah. has what lacks in certain elements and makes up for with others, like a great score. And yeah, this one was just it would have been way better in my opinion. I mean, I'm a musician, so it affects me like you know on a level like that. But 
just vibe wise and and yeah, yeah tone took like, away from it a lot. Could have been so much creepier and better with the I, right. I, score. I didn't necessarily pay attention to the music in either of these movies, but that's why I like having you know, like uh, like you around or like having musicians. We on, both were like, looking at each other like this Luke, is Luke's unbelievably paid, like, bad. We fucking like ear to the fucking <laughs> ground. Well, with with, yeah. all, with all all of the audio in that, like, and I think it's yeah. great because that's important, very important. I think for in a horror, horror movie, movie, yeah, it's a but big not part something of the vibe. I necessarily like am con- conscious of yeah. all the time. Right, you know, we we were yeah. just grimacing. Yeah, yeah. it would just yeah. come in at the worst time. And you would have, if you had thought about it, or, you know, if you, if it was pointed out, then you notice it more. I get that, you know, it's not like something that in the forefront, but. If you start thinking, wow, there's a lot of annoying reverb guitar solos in this movie, the, like by the end of the movie, you will be like pulling your hair. Yeah, it changes how you feel. Yeah. Like it's manipulating your yeah. feelings throughout the whole movie, whether you like are paying attention to it or not. Exactly. You know what I mean? So you it is important, you know? Um, but I do yeah. know we have to get out of here. Uh, Spectral is yeah. flipping the fuck out. Uh, yep. Jen's out of coffee to give us. Yeah. Uh, I'm dying out here. Sorry. Jen, where's the coffee? Sorry. God damn. Sometimes dad's better. <laughs> well, you know, at least I have this uh, Akasi Wine 2016 Chardonnay. Once again, this podcast is sponsored to you by Akasi South African Wine. Uh, remember that time I threatened Max Landis's life? <laughs> Akasi Wine. Akasi, good yeah, for threatening yeah. people's lives. Hate Max Landis's son? Akasi. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, mean, Max well, Landis. Well, Max Landis yeah. himself, yeah. yeah. It's good for making uh, vague death threats that if they ever found out about, they could, uh, you know, bring a lawsuit against you for. I agree. A costly one. Okay, let's rate this stupid movie. You know, I'm gonna rate. I'm gonna rate it uh, honestly the same because, like I said, I like it wow. for different reasons. Like they're like they're just different movies, but you know, I I like the uh, I like the B movie lifestyle. I like I like how corny it is. I like Gus. I I was very surprised by Edward Furlong being in this, and that made me really happy. Mm. You know, Dangly Cross earrings really. I have a connection to those. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so, so you know, five. You know, there's a lot going on. Okay. Um, I'll give. What did you give it? Five. Oh, I, no, you gave the last one a six because of uh, Judd. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, I'll get. Yeah, I will give retroactively give him a six because of Judd. But, but so this I'll one give is, this one a five. Okay. But still close. So they're not the same. Still close. Important to differentiate. <laughs> um, I'll give this a four. It sucks. I'm never gonna watch it again. Um, yeah, I'll never watch it again. Yeah, no. there was no, there was uh, I I don't know if I liked anything about it. I like that like it tied in to the um the first one a bit. I I, I the fact that I really liked the first one I guess give carries over a little you bit. You gotta say the acting's better. You know. It kind of is. They got better actors. They ever furlong. You have a guy yeah. from uh, Clancy Brown. I, I, R, I the guy plays the, the mom, dynamic between Clancy Judd Brown. and Lewis in the first one. I actually enjoyed a lot. So yeah. the acting worked for me in that. It, it does not work for me here. Okay. Um, <clears throat> the music sucks. Um, I'll give it four because of the um, motorcycle death face. Okay. Was cool. Nice. And the melting mom face. Which one? That mom melted twice. That's very true. true. A remelt. Yeah, a lot of sticky wounds in this movie. Stickier wounds. This one was. St- they're both pretty sticky movies. <laughs> it's a lot of blood on fur and peeling blood. Yeah, a lot of. Yeah, I animals. give this movie a three. I take it back. This movie's f- terrible. Do you think they got Edward Furlong because they were just like, oh, well, his name's Furlong. This is probably cool for this like cool like. Movie. <laughs> well, what's weird is that I they, this must have been filming at the same time. Long time. They, I, you would assume they would get Edward Furlong because Terminator Two was like no, one of I the highest grossing movies. I bet they were probably filming around the same time because he really does. See like he's like the same he's age very similar, yeah. as yeah. Terminator. Like I mean, obviously one year he's not yeah. a lot different, but you know he's still a good actor as a kid. Like he he's fine awesome. in this. He's yeah. not terrible in this. No, he's, he's no. So he's age. not. He's not Terminator good, but yeah, but he's right. Know. Well, that's the thing. He's good in Terminator. So yeah. That's what, yeah. Okay. 
So pet cemeteries. It is job. Yeah. Glad we did it. Um, Jules. Hey, Any plugs. Give some plugs for your band. Places they can hear your music. So. Hey now. Uh, well, we just put out a three-song EP that's available at Ross Jensen. Bandcamp.com. That's R O S S J E N S S E N. Bandcamp.com. And uh, we'll be releasing new videos and some new singles in the next month or so. We'll be playing with La Special at the Portland House of Music on the 30th of March. Yes. And I'll also be out on tour with my other group, Normal Instruments, all March, every weekend with our road manager, Jen. Oh, yeah. And our intern, Moonlights, as a road manager. Fuck yeah. Some oh yeah, I got plugs too. Uh, let's see if I remember. I got like uh, ten more shows again this month. But like, so this nice. well, I'll really we'll, plug we'll, like we'll release this six on, or seven. Release on Monday. <laughs> um, so Monday I'll be at McGreevy's uh, in Boston. Wait, where is McGreevy's? McGreevy's is uh near like down is near Heinz Heinz. Okay, Richardson. yeah. On Monday. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, cool. Monday I'll be in McGreevy's. Uh, Tuesday I'm not anywhere. Wednesday I'm at the Burren. Thursday. I have a show somewhere that I don't remember. Um, Sounds good. Yeah. Saturday, uh, there will be, be there. The, the Bad Bad Show. Sunday, I will be at, uh, I I think, Improv Boston. I don't know. God damn. I should bring my calendar with me. But I have, I have like a, yeah, I have like a, like five shows just this week. Nice. Oh, oh yeah. Well, and then, well, the day before that, on that Sunday, I'll be on March Madness. Hopefully, I win that. Um, do you play that? basketball as well? Well, comedy competition, so it's oh. like they bracket like that, so like everyone gets really, yeah. So it's like I go against one of the person, and we get one joke, like technically like a minute, and then the crowd decides, and then I'm whoever moves on, you know, and then it goes on like that, like joke versus joke. That's cool. Where? where oh, Winner. it's one joke. Yes, yeah, joke to joke. Wow. Where? When and is that? that? Where and when? Um, I mean, th- this will come out after, but it's gonna be like this Sunday of recording. Like, oh, the, uh, okay, okay, it's recorded. I see. Yeah, yeah. It, you can't it, see it, it live. Well, I mean, you could. Well, you, I'm saying you could, but I'm saying like we'll release this next Monday. Yeah. You know what I mean? <clears> so, <throat> yeah. uh, but the day before that, this would have happened at Iron Furnace in Quincy. I want to go. You want to go? Yeah. That should be fun. That sounds really cool. Yeah, it's I'm be definitely cool. into that. Hell yeah! You're gonna be around Sunday. Um, this this Sunday night, yeah, I will be, dude. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, dude. I'm definitely into that. It should be cool. I'm gonna. I feel pretty good about it. I feel pretty ready. Cool. When the people going again, what do you I get? Do you can win anything? I think just pride. You know, just yeah, well, for get, a comedian, that's something that a lot, a lot of you guys lack. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, well, yeah. Uh, they knew that com- was a big gift. <laughs> the world of comedy doesn't deal in uh, self esteem boost. What some people call com- uh, money. There's not <laughs> money in it. It's mm. more about. Uh, you know, saying that you're better than someone else. Well, you hustle hard, man, and I I will say every time I see your set, I definitely think it is the funniest one. Thanks, man. I will I will say that. He's a funny I guy. That. Not just on the podcast, but just because you're listening. Yeah, big, about biggest plug, bad bad show, uh, March 11th, uh, Wonder Bar. Go there. Cool. Um, for me, uh, my band with special is taking a break for a couple weeks, but I'm gonna be in New Haven on Tuesday, playing at Pacific Standard Tavern with some awesome musicians. Um, Bo Sasser, Jeff Mann, and Tim Palmieri. We're doing classic rock blocks. We're playing classic rock stuff. I have to shed that this weekend. All the material that you wrote during your late 70s, early 80s period? It was my early 80s stuff. That's good. Um, but then after that, I want to do a shout out to our friend Sam Firsts um, from Monsters Are Good event that he does the B-Movies and Burgers because the next one is on next Wednesday, the 8th. Oh, nice. And we all went to the, uh, we saw Escape from New York together. 
for in February. Okay, maybe we'll swing by there. I'm, I'm yeah. going to the uh, the Roxy's Arcade that night, so maybe we'll go there a little bit, then check that yeah. out, and go to the Burn. Come through after, because I all I, red I, line, I'm, all on the red line. There you yeah. go, all the red line. They're gonna show the movie They Live, and uh, this will be like my third in a row going there. It's great. Yeah, yeah I can't really, recommend. Really fun. The, yeah, the, yeah, the B movies and burgers is fantastic. They had the, yeah. the theme uh, drinks. Uh, Jen got the. Uh, what what did, what did you get, Jen? That came with the the cut off finger. Yeah, the president's <laughs> finger, which is basically just like a, it was a cocktail with a uh, like half of a hot dog covered in blood. Like it was awesome. Well, yeah. ketchup, Yum. ketchup. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're they're good it looked, it was awesome. I, he does a great job at that event. It's very, very ketchup cool. covered hot dogs. Yeah, my got, famous cool favorite swag. cocktail garnish. Yeah, he, he yeah. gave us those cool pins. That yeah, that's still that's still fuck on, my, your uh, on my jacket. Yeah, I, I don't put, give a fuck about your president. I wear it on my bass strap, but last night I was playing a, a restaurant duo gig, so I said, should I take this off? And my my counterpart Ezra was like, take that off. Corncob Ezra. Like nobody can read it. Yeah. <laughs> None of these these quiet elderly people no, they eating all, they their all have chicken their, their are their opera glasses pin. on watching yeah. you, I'm sure. They use their yeah. little gold binoculars. What does this strap say? <laughs> yeah, they were. They oh, were, dear. They really paid close attention to this stuff last night. Okay, but anyways, uh, yeah, let's wrap it up. We got we to gotta get out of here. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, um, like and follow us on uh, Facebook. Uh, please rate us if you can. Um, and yes, we're, we're gonna do more episodes. You swear? Yeah, we yeah. We, I know we fucked up real bad last month, but we're gonna come back and, uh, with a vengeance. The podcast's been doing great. We really appreciate all the listeners, uh, very much so. I don't know where the fuck you're coming from, whether Absolutely. it's from uh, being, you know, referenced in a Harmony podcast or uh, you know, oh the, yeah, could it could it could all be f- for me. But we've been doing great. Oh, oh, you, I don't. I, you say from you. That's funny. <laughs> it's, the, it's the humility that really ties this whole operation yeah, together. Great. Yeah, yeah. Just Luke, just a gentle. <laughs> Uh, I think people soul. are drawn to the humility. That of it. plug did really wonders for me and this podcast. I will say, but uh, yeah, thank you very much. Uh, Thanks, stay guys. spooky. Thank you, Jules. Thanks, Jules. Thank you for being on, Jack here. Johnson, Enjoy. for coming on. I love it's your album. Chester Jack, Jack Johnson, Johnson. Johnson. double double J. Rob Jensen. I love your album. Cashews and oranges or whatever. The yeah, fuck that's that was. that's my favorite. What a peanuts on the beach. Peanuts whatever. on the beach he is did my the, uh, my Carrie Storch uh, soundtrack. Yep. Thank you very much. Have yep. a good night, everybody. Jim Hanson, thank you, brother. To the sacred place This ain't a dream I can't escape Molders and fangs that are picking up bones Spirits moaning among the tombstones And at night when the moon is bright Someone cries something ain't right I don't want to be buried In a pet cemetery Yeah.